content intended for adult audiences. The language is crass at best and downright insulting most of the time. This is all made for the sake of comedy and poor sophomoric taste. The skits or parodies and any similarity to real people or stories is purely coincidental. Any insults hurled at any one human is made in jest. We're just covering our bases for when one of you skins your knee on an internet insult. We love you. Again, this is all a joke, whether you laugh or not. Not just the show, but this waking existence. The great cosmic giggle. Try not to take it seriously. Should you ever be confronted with the temptation of taking that first puff of a marijuana cigarette, don't do it.
business of culture, any culture, is to perpetuate its cultural models. And if the hallucinogenic plants have not been integrated into the cultural model, then they are definitely seen as dangerous forces for an unpredictable sort of social change. Sorry, everybody. I'm sorry, everybody. We just got taken off the air. We just got taken off the air. That is true. We just got shut down. I don't know. The power went off. The entire power went out in the entire building. Dennison, have you ever seen anything like that before in your life? I don't life? know. I'm checking. I've the, never checking seen. The feed. Check the check the Instagram feed. Yeah, check all the feeds right now. I don't know what's happening. Craig came in here. He's been gone for a while. He went on a walkabout. He ate some mushrooms. He went, I don't know where he went. He said he felt like he was at the Capitol building. We've seen crazier things happen, man. This is crazy. Okay, so I don't know where he went. The lights went down. He disappeared, and now we're left here to, uh, guys, I heard a bunch of people in here coming in. To t- I, he was fighting. I heard him run away. I don't know, man. I'm Say behind. goodbye. Bye-bye. To Caillou, as parents rejoice. Oh, back. What's That's happening? Mine. What is that noise? What is that? What is that noise? Who's going canceled by PBS after 20 years of shows it. and reruns? There is I an ad. There's an <laughs> ad playing or something. What is happening here? <laughs> it's the Dutch guy with the big dick. <laughs> what is happening in there? There's okay. another audio. There's audio playing through He's here. Right What's now. happening? What is happening to this? Was that Craig that just came in here? I oh swear to the God. Lord, you shave your face into one goatee. It's gone now. It's gone now. What? I turned into an Amish person. Well, you did, man. <laughs> I got a goat. We're looking good. We're looking good for the revolution. The revolution is here. I guess that means the revolution is here. Um, that was Craig. He was back. He stole the Declaration of Independence. Um, so that's cool. I don't even know what to think about this. Um, okay. So I, weed. Um, I guess I'm going to have to just fill in well, indefinitely. We'll go on with the show. Um, so we built a new, we built a new studio. What do you think? Yeah, this is really nice. It looks like, uh, you, I mean, you come into a studio and you think the studio. Is Thank you. Beautiful. You guys. Yeah. All the actions that you need. And- I mean, we got a bunch of monitors and screens and stuff in there. Sess back there. Mike. I don't know if we want to say hi to them. I don't know. Everything sounds good. I'm getting a lot of thumbs up back there. It still seems like we might be a little low on there. But that's okay. I get lighter. I think, I think you sound fantastic. Oh, I sound Steve. so great. Sounds so great. If you guys have something wrong, okay. I got it. They're looking for a guy in a horn and a mask right now. But I got the declaration. You was real. It was real. It was real. Okay. Hi, Jim. Okay. So weed. <laughs> it's him. Did he storm the ca- capital? I think so. Still a smoke show, says Tinksy. Is that native hemp, Denison? It is. People are confused. Um, he did the restream bot. Says he did at the re- tell the restream <laughs> bot that. Um, yeah, guys, welcome to the Hoosier Sophisticate show on Monday night because everyone knows 
Mondays are for the Hoosiers. The Hoosiers. Mafta. We're here. Mafta. We have Dennison from Native Hemp to help us break down what's going on in the world today. He's going to pretty much explain it all. Um, and then we got Mike and Seth on the ones and twos. They're in a room. We got Jason back there, too. I don't know if they want to show us on the Hello, screen. guys. We got a nice little oh. cockpit in here now. This is uh, Mission Control back here. If I can get Dennison to talk directly into his mic, that'd be cool. <laughs> I'm Thanks, just but... a simple farmer. Oh, dude. <laughs> you got a very buttery voice, though. You're perfect. I, they're mm, going to think it's Makate. They're going to think it's Makate. I think I'm Makate. Whenever I hear him, I'm like, why am I talking? And what am I talking about? Because it sounds more advanced than me. <laughs> get out of here. I would I love to have you two guys in a room together. Just all Good evening, up, ladies, up. gentlemen, non-binary, sentient, artificial oh, intelligence, you, flora and fauna alike to the Hoosier Sophisticate Morning, morning Show. Oh, you're show. Come on, guys. Where are you? Are you still? Uh, where are you? Are you, are you, are you Reconditioning. <sighs> Hit him again with it. Patriotism. Thank you. Patriotism. It's my favorite. <laughs> it's my favorite. There's a thing lot of. In the uh, world. There's a lot of. Uh, a lot of patriotism going on right now. It's running rampant. Man, uh, are the people want to hear us cover it. Yeah, hell yeah, let's cover it. <laughs> people want to hear us cover it days after. I can't get enough of this juice harp. Juice. Juice harp. Is that what it is? It's a lot of different harps. It's a mouth harp. It's a jaw harp. It's a juice harp. It's a juice harp. <laughs> juice harp. Okay. Okay. Well, guys, welcome I just figured to whenever we talk about boners, like, you know. Ah, fuck it. All day long. All goddamn day long. A little performance anxiety, huh? Well, it's just my teeth. <laughs> What's wrong with it's your my teeth? teeth pulling their Did bullshit. Did your teeth change? Instead of my teeth pulling their bullshit. And your teeth, you're always like, come on, teeth. Your teeth do your on job. One. What are we doing tonight? Uh, we set up the audio in the new studio. Yes, we'll been, probably be taking it tomorrow. Fastest. If you haven't been to Festus, you got problems. So come on out to Festus and see us. We're going to have a good time. I mean, did you see Craig was shirtless? His nipple rings were out. He was in a sarong or like a serape thing. He had a devil mask on. Did we have fun all day today or what? I always have Setting fun. Setting this up? Now that we're, I don't even. What are we, what we're are the building plans? the next Abbey Road, Jack. What are the plans? We're building here? the next Abbey Road. You want to do it? I want to do it. Let's do it. I'm, Let's I'm do it. ready. I'm ready. We hey, guys. We want to start recording music here. We want to just start getting, I mean. We got a mad scientist running the show around here. That's what I call him, dude. He's a mad scientist. You need something done, he's got the equipment. Or he's going to go get the equipment and make it happen. It's I'm, so like, weird. I'm like, I need this little plug that changes it from a TRS to a TRRS, but it's also like a three-quarter inch. And he's like, oh, yeah, hold on, digging through this thing. And he's like, here, I got three. I'm like, what? what, what how? What, what happened? What have you, you been doing with all that, bud? What is that? You got a toolbox full of that shit? What have you been shit? doing with that stuff, bud? God dang. So we got it almost all set up here. You can see we got a whole band set up in the back. What we want to do is make dreams come true here, okay? You want to create some art? You want to come in here and produce a show or do whatever you want? Get weird on the green screen? You want to do any of that? Do you? Guys? Well, you can. Guess what? The Hoosiers are bringing it to you because you can come out here and fast this and get weird. Just don't steal our butt plugs. Um, yeah, there's I'm going to put this on blast right now. Uh, weird thing happened this weekend. We allow a lot of people to come to the back of the studio and I'll have to say, check it out. Well, then this older gentleman came in here and he was like, oh yeah, I was like, check out the studio, man. I knew he was cool. Well, then a couple of just freaky freak shows came in and they're like, I got a bunch of money. I'm going to spend money. Just don't worry. I'm going to spend money. And I'm like, oh, and I've been robbed before in this place. Like someone stole 
something, and I'm like, what the hell? Yeah, I had a pipe sitting up on the thing, and someone ganked it, I guess. When Dang, I'm just chatting hurting, up. Man. I know. So I'm like, ooh, I'm never going to let it happen again. Yeah. So then uh, this uh, red-haired lady, if you see her, if you see a red-haired lady with a butt plug in her butt, let us know because <laughs> she stole ours most It's likely. a clear one, so you, could probably, clear, get an, you can probably get a pretty intimate view Internally too. Since it's oh clear. sure, sure. <laughs> you're gonna see. <laughs> magnified. You're gonna see who she really is oh, on yeah. the inside. What she eats. <laughs> what she's made out of. What she's made of. So she comes in. the The older gentleman comes down the hallway. He's like, pretty cool, pretty cool little deal. And he comes back out. Well, she's like, you got stuff down there. And I'm like, yeah, go go ahead and check check it out. So she goes back here, and Jason's like, hey, what's going on? And he's all, I'm trying to sell her stuff. And he's like, oh, no, don't buy that. It's a piece of garbage. You can do this. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing here, whatever. So then she was in here. He came back here to check on her. She takes off this way out of the room. And he's like, wait, 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 that's weird. He takes off this way out of the room. (laughs) And so I'm like, whoa, this way? Sorry. And so we're doing a bunch. And he comes back, and he's like, man, that's sketchy. She had to take something because then she came back, bought, like, two little things, and then left. And I'm like, okay. So we're sitting here, we're eating something, and I see him. I don't know if he knows this part of it, but Jenny and I and Ivan are all here, and we're all sitting there kind of having a meal, and we're like, yeah. And I see Jason just going, and he's like, I think he's just like kind of wearing that something, you know, maybe something got taken. Maybe something got taken. So then he's, I see him, but what he's doing is taking inventory of the table. And he stands up and he goes, she took one of the butt plugs? And we realized that he had this one sitting over here. And the other one sitting right next to it. And the only thing missing was that. Was the other one the bigger but one? But I did oh, see my. Jenny go, that's crazy. <laughs> yeah, a little weird wild. walk. Had a weird little walk to her. Didn't anybody tell me, Joe Cocker, that fucking jam? Well, Didn't anybody hear, you came in through the bedroom window. Yeah. We're going to learn that one, too. So What are we, we going to uh, cover tonight? Oh, we're going to cover a little bit of cannabis stuff. Okay. We're going to get weird. Okay. We're going to get real Let's weird get real with weird. Denison. Uh, one of the things uh, I, I know that <laughs> yeah, he's like, one of the things I favorite. saw, like, here, here's the best thing. Uh, we got to find the silver lining and everything. All the, the crazy turmoil that's going on politically in this country. We also have that doesn't sound great. Um, <clears throat> all of the uh, the turmoil uh, that's been going on, the the frustration attached to uh, uh, covid relief stimulus and it being like, you know, whatever, 900 pages long or twenty three hundred pages long. Well, guess what's in the pages? In what? One, in one of the uh, addendums or one of the the little um, uh, the side little articles in the page, sure. uh, the government now has to disclose all UFO and alien information in 180 days. They have 180 days to dump out all of the information. Now, are they going to do it? Probably not. But I like I, I, I like where someone's head. Oh, we're going to slide some stuff in the bills. Okay, let's slide in the bills. Who killed Kennedy? Bud? <laughs> Who killed Kennedy? Huh? Are we? Do you think they're actually going to? Are they going to answer that honestly? No are they going to, you know, start whitewashing? Right? I mean, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Going to be doing. Our, what are they? Their, what are they going to actually be doing with all that information? They're really going to be feeding it to us, or are they going to be giving us the the, the, the watered down version? Um, as someone who's, uh, you know, flown before, what's what's the general consensus of people in the air on UFOs? 
Speak for everyone. <laughs> I can't speak for everyone. Speak for everyone who's um, ever flown on behalf anything. of you know anyone that I'd ever worked with. I I can't say that it's widespread that there's yeah. you know sightings of that. I, I we've seen I've seen a lot of weird things in the sky, but a lot of times it is balloons or you know a bunch of birds or something. But um, and that's coming from somebody who's been wanting to see a UFO my entire life. Like I'm I'm yearning for it, and it never has happened to me. So I'm like. Please, yeah, show on, give me yourself. One. Show me. it like, to me. Bro. You can even abduct me. I don't care. Like if that's what it takes. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get probed. Know, but, I don't worry about um, it. But I'm a, you know, I'm I'm a believer, but I want to see it to believe it too. You know? From the show me state, bud. I feel as though I've seen. Some, we we covered a little bit last week. We talked about it. I feel like I've been in some spots. I know we're talking about doing a little camping trip and going trying to side up. We're getting to baby uh, aliens and ghosts. We're talking about doing we're alien go find, ghost we're weekend. Go find some aliens. I've been down. I've been in a few different places, and so I was. I've been watching this uh, this show, and I think I used it on my streaming pick a couple of weeks ago. I picked it up a little bit again last night. There's a show, uh, Hangar One. I think it's on Netflix, and it's like they they cover all of these uh, MUFON uh, files or something, which is like they're these guys that uh, guys and gals that are, have tracked all UFO sightings, and apparently Missouri is the number one. Uh, hotbed for UFO sightings and all. We're the, the show me state. We're the show me state, and so those aliens like we'll I fucking show, show them. You want <laughs> to show you? I'll show, show you, bud. Watch this. Uh, some pretty cool stuff, like in in Johnson County around like Whiteman Air Force Base, uh, which no. you know I if you're why. like on Whiteman yeah. Air Force Base where they have hmm. the B two bombers, you yeah. think maybe they got some other stealth stuff going? on? <laughs> but what everybody's saying, or nuclear. <laughs> I don't know, man. Pretty crazy stuff. <laughs> 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 yeah there's some weird stuff going on in the air sometimes which wow. is crazy um i've never seen anything personally but i think maybe with these energy fields and i'm really like we're gonna hold hands i'm gonna take your pen i'm gonna hit it about three times real nice and deep i'm gonna have myself i'm gonna put myself in the best situation i can to receive some sort of energy i never really put never in my life since like communion in second grade when i was like man i'm bought in on this fucking weird shit you know i mean even uh, even eighth grade with uh uh confirmation it's like ah this is kind of all for show but second grade you're bought into the whole grade I, I had confession and communion oh so dude I, I went way further weird, than, wild. Than, yeah it went way weird. further than i want to do that now oh it did but i'm yeah. saying like as a sacrament like no i want to go out there and have a legit sacrament out there where we're like, no, this is an event to contact fucking aliens. Let's, do it. Let's put it all out there. Let's try. Like you were saying, yeah. let's fucking put it out there and just see, show yourself to me. <laughs> show, show yourself to me. I think it could. Th- there it is. I can hear them. Communicating. They're, talking to you. They're communicating through Craig's mouth and mine. <gasps> They're like, uh, you're going to break a tooth. I'm going to break a tooth, I'm going to be the best fucking mouth fire player there ever was, though. I'm not, I, don't I thought you were going to be the best bassist. I'll both. I'm going to blame both at the same time. Just get a little fucking <laughs> boom, 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 and then I'm just going to How are you going to do that? I'm going to fashion I'm gonna fashion one of those stupid fucking yeah, harmonica you gotta holders. you got to flip it. You're still going to need somebody to do that. You could have Mike come over and go ding, 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 Nah, now we're getting it, baby. Let's go. Let's go. I'm a big. Uh, I play in an Ozark Mountain Daredevils tribute band. <laughs> 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 
Did I just hear a boner? You did. That's what I was that's what I was going for. Can I call Bundren in the middle of the night? Seriously. William Vetter, if you don't call Bundren in the middle of the night, he I'll, would be upset. He wants to t- yeah, he wants to help you with cry. your real estate questions, but the main thing is is he's not going to do that during normal business hours because any any real estate agent can do that. Where he is gets ahead of the game is it's like when he's got those bedroom eyes and he's got that like, you know, when you wake up and your your voice is like an octave mm, lower. I love that, man. He's like uh Ooh. Hey Billy V, I heard you. I heard you're looking for a bungalow, baby. A bungalow. I'm glad you called me at two thirty in the morning. Mm, that feels because so good. Because there's just a new bungalow that hit the market. Oh, it isn't supposed to hit till six a.m. tomorrow. But that's the advantage you get when you go with Bundren Property Group. We make deals at two thirty before they actually get to the rest of the public. And there's also some noises like that going on in the background, and you get to decide what those are. Uh-huh. But, yeah, you can certainly call Probably just a guy with his cheek. James Carlton uh, uh, State Farm at 314-961-4800. If you have insurance and you live in Missouri or Illinois and James Carlton isn't providing it to you, chances are your shit ain't covered right, okay? It ain't Maybe covered sh- right. What do you get? You don't have a tushy? Dude, what, get a bidet, you fucking cave people. Come on. I'm going to get one. Wash your ass. I'm going to buy one. You, you should don't buy have one. one? I don't have one. Cool, man. I'm going to get one. That gives me a... Boner. Can you smell me? <laughs> Mirror. No, I actually licked your asshole clean earlier, so we're good. <laughs> well, what are we? What are we? Uh, Where are we at? Yeah, twenty-one oh, minutes in. Oh, All right, there we go. <laughs> twenty-one minutes. Hey, I just want to say how funny it is. Your guest over here, when you're talking to each other, is just losing his damn mind. He's like <laughs> trying so hard to keep it together. Seth, can you maybe give us I'm a rundown sorry. on what's going on? I'm gonna come bring us back from your rundown, maybe if you got one. Do but, I have a rundown? Yeah, if I you have no fucking clue what's going on. I have no clue what's going on. I know Sounds we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about uh, some pork in the uh, COVID bill that involves UFOs. We're gonna talk about a, a cartoon in Denmark. What's uh, the deal with that fucking thing? We got to get that global guy on the horn and ask him why are they? It's a, it, it, they talk about his pee pee. They talk about it. And we got streaming picks tonight. I got a great pick for tonight. It, it's a St. Louis. It has to do with St. Louis and skateboarding. So you're going to love it, Steve. I love St. Louis and skateboarding. Yeah, my two sure. favorite things. Except one of them is. Except one of them is. <laughs> um, so you got to pick which one. What do you uh, What do you guys think about? Uh, <laughs> uh, my, my, my feed has been nothing but love and light. Here lately, my yeah. social media feed. It's a good idea, Craig. Actually, tag. Uh, this is like one of those stupid things where it's like tag a friend if you want to do something. Yeah, tag a friend and give them the best compliment you can. Oh, that's my that's my favorite thing. Just tag. We'll a friend. read them. We'll read them out loud. We'll you read tag them out any loud. friend and just <clears throat> say what you love about them. Say what the you world's love full of enough hate right now. Yeah, let's like spread that. a little love tonight. Raise the vibrational energy. Besides, I got the declaration, guys. Yeah, no backhanded stuff either. Like, <laughs> sure, gotta be legitimate. Sure, definitely. Yeah. I like how, yeah. I like, I like you. You have to clarify that. No, that backhanded bullshit. Okay, like you guys are so great. I can't wait to spend every evening with you guys on Monday nights. It's so fun. You guys bring so much joy to the whole world. A lot of joy. Um, happy, happy so we joy. got a whole thing. End of February. We have a poll up on the page on the sophisticated Hoosiers. If you want to go to a farmhouse in Bon Terre, an old Civil War house, and try to contact ghosts, maybe one night. And aliens the next night. What I want to do is set it up so we have a warm home base. I think there's only like six beds. So maybe like the people who 
call first dibs on the bed or the first people to get down there after I get down there, of course, because I'll have all the information. So it'll be like an exercise in futility if you get down there. Mm-hmm. I want people to be able to camp outside if they want to, be able to spend the whole night outside looking up at the stars. Yep. And then I just want a home area where we can poop and pee. And so yeah, and that worked. That worked out for us real nice at the bachelor party. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, we were in yeah. a river of poop. I've I've been in. Uh, we we put <laughs> ourselves in primitive situations all the time. Never been Never had as that much happen. shit <laughs> as I was under the in the confines of a nice Ankle little deep. Airbnb condo. Ankle deep. That place was real nice. <laughs> First night. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty great. It had a little oh, sewage man. smell. It maybe should have, maybe should have tipped us off a little bit. There was, there was a yeah, methane gurgling, gurgle. Definitely. <laughs> we had a little bit of trouble. I'm going. Yeah. I got dibs. Skittles is in. Yeah, I'm packing my. Are you fucking for real? Shout out to Skittles. Uh, he's got a new pup. I think he named it Zigzag. Zigzag. So yeah. shout. That's a great name. Not it's after the papers, Pyrenees. though. Pyrenees. Yeah. It wasn't after the papers. Sure. No, it was after his uh, the the tool that he uses to kind of uh, sure. climb up into trees. I thought it was a belay, but it wasn't a belay. It's called a zigzag. He's he's a dirty stoner. So. <laughs> it's a zigzag. <laughs> it's a zigzag. Don't don't try to blow smoke up my butt, Skittles. Unless I'm asking you to, and then come on the camp trip, and we'll see what happens whenever you guys come down. I cannot wait to meet Skittles. I also wanted to say a special shout out to Tiffany for bringing us a present. Um, this is from Tiffany right here. The dudes. Tiff- yeah, I don't know. Who cares? I think they have breath. Both of them? Well, Sweet. I don't know if you saw the opening of the show, but so and, do I, Dennis. Definer. Yeah. Quit staring at my tits all day. That's all you're doing. It's staring at them. Boned up. <laughs> and her dad gave me a cock sock, which was nice. I really That's appreciate the best it. Thing I can't wait. I'm gonna wear it for Jen tonight. So Jen That's great. We got uh tonight, we got some people maybe. already coming through with the uh uh the compliments. Uh Jennifer Barra, the sound of your laugh warms my heart. Jenny oh. Elgin, your family is so lucky to have you. Who? Jenna Kroll, besties for the resties. Uh, you guys were, what, you guys don't have anything nice. Heather Hausman, all of your time in the gym is paying off big time. How about, oh, we're just going to keep on nice. going. Keep the- hitting each other with the compliments. Tag your friends. This is fun. We're all going to have a good time tonight. And if you want to share the Twitch feed, you can do that, too. I would. I would. I mean, if you I were can. you, I would share it to your friends in a text message. And be like, Look, these fucking guys are weirdos. And you guys should tune in and listen to what they have to say. Man, it's amazing what it has become because, I don't know, maybe it's that time again to kind of give people a, a rundown of where it all started and shit. I mean, five years ago, we were talking about CBD on the radio. Probably even longer than that now, maybe. Probably about um, 2015. We, we will be three years old on May 4th. This show will be. So we had two years before that. So yeah, about five. We got in trouble on the radio for talking about CBD and having legal concentrate vape pens. Um, We were on a sports station. So then they brought us, our producer, into the office and said, are you guys selling weed on the radio, bud? And he's like, I think think so. I think we are. And he's like, well, we're not, like, selling it out the back. Like, we were at 11 o'clock show at night on St. Louis. We kind of had this little cult following of pizza guys. It was the best. <clears throat> then we got to meet Robbie Basil. We got Stephanie to meet Tufts. Stephanie Tufts. Mm-hmm. Um, Jeff Mazansky. Yes, people, they were curing their kids. Tom Mundell. Epilepsy. Blake Bell uh, put us in contact. Blake with Bell was the, the entire first Project guy. 422. And Blake, and after we got to know Blake, he uh, started introducing us to a lot of people who were you know, either a negatively affected by the war on drugs or B, um, you know, they're, they're tre- help treating their families sicknesses illegally at the time, you know, uh, with cannabis. Um, and it seemed like, well, and then, and then you saw a chance, 
and then that was that was really the kind of the that was the catalyst to uh, what this show, I guess, was going to kind of be about. Sure, which was like we got to find, we got to start having conversations about people healing in ways that um, are hard to quantify, right? Mm-hmm. And every and when we started hearing a lot of these stories, where holy shit, like the the cancer cells are dying off, and these doctors can't explain it. Well, we could kind of explain it. We knew what was happening there, uh, and it, it actually got to be a little god tiresome. To hear doctors be like, well, I just don't know how this could have happened. Oh, really? Because we've repeated it, like, I don't know, the three yeah, out of three, yeah. three out of three us times. saying it. I yeah. need you to come with me. Like, that's where I'm kind of going with this. But but to be on the, the journey with Chance, like Chance Hamilton was this 18-year-old kid. He fucking, like, beefy, had his whole life ahead of him working out with his dad and, like, becoming. I can see this guy becoming a man. He's a friend of the family. Um, <clears throat> Jenny's cousin's friend's kid. But they're the the Jenny's family's so tight and Southside mm-hmm. so tight and they've all known each other for so long. So I started to see the journey on Facebook. That's when I was like, "Do I get involved? I'm a rando of randos." And I got involved with Jen. Jen got involved with their family or her cousin. Her cousin got involved with that family. Finally, they're like, "Yeah, let's hear it." So I gave them. I just put it on the page. It was Dr. Christina Sanchez talking about how in Madrid they were curing cancer. They were taking it from Petri dish models to animal models to where they said, we have to start testing this on people right now. It's in breast cancer and in and, and, uh, brain cancer with, like, uh, not, not medulloblastoma, glioblastoma. And so what's, they're like, it's working. What's the downside, you know? What is the downside? You, you with, might get a little buzzed if you got too much THC. Yeah, right? what, you're not going to kill them from too much medicine. No. Which not, actually probably helps a little bit. Which that's what I've seen. Or with, the, uh, I've seen chemo just waste people away now. Being yeah. a thirty-seven-year-old man, I've lived to to hear enough tales that it's like and see enough chemo shit. Just destroys people's minds too. I mean, you <sighs> talk to anybody that's had chemotherapy, and they're not they they don't have the recall during their treatments, especially had. if they happen to go into remission. <clears throat> it takes them quite a while to get rid of that brain fog. Yeah, I mean, the, my I mom's mean, the, five years past and still. The uh, I mean, the gist of it, right, is the fact that, I mean, you're pouring fucking radiation into the body. So you're you're just hoping that your strong cells survive. It's killing everything. And that's considered okay. Like, I know it's the best we got and it works in some ways, but I feel like we're not progressing there. And I saw a, a fucking great friend of mine and we've had the conversation before about if we could use the same protocol. And I know it's very different, but when COVID became the thing, it was like. All of our best minds on it right now. Let's fix it. Let's do it. We're, okay, yeah. we got it fixed. And I know that that's a whole thing. I don't even understand it. They, some people say COVID can't have a vaccine because it mutates all the time. That's why there hasn't been a vaccine. And some people are like, well, you can't cure childhood cancer, brain cancer, because it's different than the COVID thing. COVID thing, they have so much testing on. I'm like, I see a post on Facebook being a part of these groups now where there's kids dying more kids I see die and their stories online than I am seeing the COVID stories, which have kind of been hidden from us because no one can visit their friends and family. And yeah. it's fucking crazy. That whole thing's it's an insanity. But the article was dedicated to like, hey, if we can fucking direct our energy and attention to something, let's do it. Because right now we are wasting so much time and energy on shit that doesn't matter at all. So, so to kind of bring it back to the weed thing, that's when we started to learn about RSO. That's when I started to learn. I had seen the Rick Simpson thing, but I had seen in Chance Hamilton's life, God bless that motherfucker, that it was 
he they they gave it to him that night and that night I saw on Facebook they texted me and said this is what's going on and that night on Facebook I saw he was up dancing he was up he was singing he was eating so all these little things were already happening that I was like oh good that's already freaking happening and I found a study with actually ALL acute lymphoblastic <clears throat> leukemia that it actually had fixed it it had taken the white uh, blast cell count to a normal level, just cannabis oil. And the reason I remembered that article is because the doctors had to write down, we used white widow oil for this one. And I was like, hmm. oh, I remember thinking as I was just reading the story, like that's crazy that these doctors, I wonder what they were thinking when usually they're like three part per million of hydrochlorobeam, right. you know, like, and they're like, okay. And then they're like, oh, white widow leaves, <laughs> like, Purple punch, all this stuff. Yeah. I'm like, oh, these doctors Double are thing. probably like, this is dumb. <laughs> but after 74 days, they had her blast cell count down to to nothing. This girl in that that the study was about. Then at day 76, she got a fever, got an infection, and died. And they called it some some syndrome. So I looked up what the syndrome was, and the syndrome was actually named for people who die from chemo treatment. They had a name for what you die when you get too much yeah. chemo. And I was like, holy fuck, that's a whole thing in itself. So to be able to see how it's impacted people's lives, and that's why I'm such a little little uh, petulant child on the internet sometimes, because I take that shit personally, and I know everybody's got a story. This is just mine. This is the role I'm going to play. This is the part I'm going to play, because I'm constantly on Facebook going, oh, yeah, your, your sodas and your candies, and you're even like, yeah, I got gummies too. But there's a market that's been built up a cannabis market, a medicine market, where they said, no, only these guys can play, only these people can can produce it, and um, we're going to set the market rate. And guess what? RSO, that's a fucking afterthought, bud. When I'm looking for them, when I'm looking for them as leaders to say, no, RSO, I know this plan. I know it like the back of my hand. I'm I'm in it. I'm in it to treat the patients. RSO, guess what? We're going to try it on every damn kid we can to see if it helps. You know, like we are finding out, like you said, what is it going to do? Kill them from too much THC? Yeah. I mean, I, we've ne- we haven't never seen it before. Like we got to get real. We got to get the leaders on board. Cause, so that's what this is. I feel bad. I've been snarky. And and maybe I don't do that. I just did that to kind of get some attention. Obviously, I'm an attention whore. But maybe I'd be less snarky and I say, help me. Help. I need your help. Which we've done that as Sweet Leaf Emporium. We've tried to reach out. Or, you know, I don't want to speak for Jason. But as people here, as a community, we've tried to help, try to get to the people who do have the power to make a parent's worries go away. Because when you're a parent, and even me knowing what I can, giving it, the, giving my child the RSO, I'd be like, ooh, I don't really know what's going on. Man. I don't really know what's going on. I don't really – I don't. The, the doctor's not really with me on this. I'm doing it on my own? That fear you got to fucking live with? I ain't with that. So that's what makes me angry because we have fun here all day. I don't want people to think like, oh, Steve, you're supposed to be – we've just been talking about it so long now I've got friends. that I feel like I'm, I'm – Climbing up the wall, going crazy. We've got friends all throughout the industry. That one thing that's been uh, great trying to get Amendment Two passed was the way that everybody came together. And as soon as it did, we knew that it was going to splinter. It was going to be the fucking warriors, you know. And everybody yeah, was going. It was going to be factions all throughout. Here's the here's the here's the beef. 
You got now there's two manufacturing facilities, and we're going to have a shitload of manufacturing facilities. I, I believe that Heartland Labs uh, is going through commencement here pretty soon, but right now Proper's got manufacturing. They got 90,000 square feet of manufacturing space. Uh, Clover's got a 130,000 square foot kitchen. Okay. You got 220,000 square feet of manufacturing facility, and there's not a fucking drop of RSO on the shelves. I don't care. About, listen, I'm all about, you want to offer me a, 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 um, a beautiful shopping experience. You want to have waterfall walls. You want to build your fucking place so it's a spa. That's great. Can I have a single wide trailer I can go in and buy fucking RSO syringes? Does that, can I do that? Because that's what I need to get to people. That's what people need for medicine. And right now, it's so cost prohibitive. It would be, I don't know, Dennis, maybe you could help me out on this. It's got to be the cheapest fucking concentrate that you can actually make, I would think. Besides maybe, maybe you know, pressing, uh, but, the, but the yield on that's got to be pretty small. I don't know. Am I, am I right in thinking that? Is RSO fairly, it's got to be cheaper than fucking following some kind of guidelines of a national brand like Robots or Wana or insert, insert name of national cannabis candy brand here. You know, like RSO is pretty inexpensive to make, correct? The answer is yes. <laughs> I mean, it's that simple. And I, you know, a lot of it could be boiled down to, well, greed, of course, but education and, and patience, even like, you know, a lot of people do know what it is, but many people don't. You know, sure. they're going to, they're saying, hey, give me the gummies. Like, I want the gummies. Like, they know that they've heard their uncle's cousin talk about how it worked for them or whatever. Um, so, you know, they, they, they need to start demanding that and, and requiring that they give that to them. Um, and I or do at least think, make it available. Well, I do dad, think gummies help, like for people fine. who are feeling like anxiety or pain. They all have their place. Like that. Yeah, Every, there, everything there is has a, its place. A, I'm not saying there's not and a it's a delivery there. modality that makes it easier to consume. So I sure. get that. Like it's yeah. not like RSOs tasty. You eat your fucking medicine. Yeah. When we talk about can, about cannabis as medicine, watching my dad die, and sure, cannabis smoking cannabis helped, vaping cannabis helped. Uh, I wish I would have known more about RSO at the time because of the nature of his cancer, which was in his gut. He needed to be eating it, and he needed to be eating it in high high doses. Uh, and Amber here says we got to remember that in order to kill cancer cells, RSO needs to be testing out at 80%. Uh, Amber went through it. Amber's got uh, Nolan's Tribe for Cannabis Warriors, you know. Um, and, uh, you know, it's just frustrating to me. when we t- when, when people hear the average voting public, like you have weed enthusiasts that know that Rick Simpson actually stumbled upon something that can actually save lives. That's pretty much been circulated around the cannabis community over the last decade or so where they're the ones that know. It. But if you talk to the average person who just smoked the joint in high school or had a, a fairly uh, um, you know, positive experience with cannabis, maybe not regular users, but know that it's not that harmful. The average person that was voting for this legislation has no idea what FECO oil does in a no. cancer protocol. And when we talk about cannabis curing cancer, we are talking about RSO. We're not talking about fucking smoking weed. We're not talking about fucking concentrates. Yeah, helping we're with talking your chemo about, symptoms. There's a, ta- a lot of people equated 100%. to it. And that's fine. And that, again, that helps. Great. It helps with nausea. Where it helped my dad. It helped. His nausea meds were 2500 a month. Completely unsustainable. No way we could have done yeah. that. What we were doing with 2500 a month, $100 a weed was, was, was doing better. It gave him an appetite. It helped him sleep. It helped with anxiety. It gave him a little bit of a quality of life. So that in and of itself Made you uh, is, is – <laughs> How about that? <laughs> that in and of itself is, is, is cannabis working as a medicine. However, when we're talking about reversing cannabis, we're talking about full extract cannabis yep. oil. And there isn't a goddamned drop on a single dispensary shelf in Missouri 
That is a problem. Nor are they the head of their forefront of their social media marketing. None of that gets discussed. That's what makes me upset just because I've done social media marketing before. I get it. I know how soul-sucking it can be. But when you're a medicine company, it's an easy home run for you to say, we are medicine first. Whatever I have to do, it's a pretty simple formula. How do I get medicine to people first? That's the the first thing I think about. Everything else is an afterthought. I know people, and I see really good people online because I'm always going after dispensaries. And they're like, well, the dispensaries are kind of at the hands of cultivators. I'm asking for people to stand up and step up and say, no, this dispensary on social media, we're going to say the cultivators are complete assholes. We're with you. We're going to wait because guess what? They're gouging us. I just don't understand how a business can survive at four grand right now per pound, and then in a year they're going to be like, yeah, we could do 1700 a pound. Okay, whatever you want. If you're the new guy in town, economics, I get it. You're the first guy to get this stuff. They've created a market where everybody can't get it, and that, that makes me think about social equity too mm-hmm. because we always think we have to come in here and be like, yeah, Latinos and African Americans come in here and it's make so, sure you have so one on there because we're still in charge, but we'll make sure there's like three or four of you in here that we can pout out, uh, yeah. put on our social media and say, hey, cool. Guess what? Let everyone have licenses and communities will build themselves. You don't think the African American or Latino community has been selling weed for the for eternity? They were the first guys to come in here and bang all of our white women. You know what was going on. <laughs> we read the newspaper clippings yeah. and I'm I'm In for one of cool with it, okay? So I'm I'm good with You're it. You're cucky the dwarf. But the deal is we are so patronizing in that to be like, here's so a helping hand. Oh, you don't have a million bucks it's to so get into it because your family's been destroyed by the war on drugs. Well, maybe you can get on a board and we can have one of you in here. That way we look less fucking racist, right? Okay. <laughs> Put a couple chicks and, and African-Americans out there and we'll be all good because that's what's happening right now. If they just said licenses are available. You fucking got to pay a hundred bucks to go get one. Then you can sell weed from your trailer or out in the woods, or you can sell one from your North County building that you bought for fucking a thousand bucks. They're giving away buildings in North County, St. Louis for a dollar. Let's rebuild that shit with the cannabis community and stop giving them a 14% tax. We were talking about that. I started to think about that more. The new legalization measure in Missouri says 14% tax. No, absolutely not. Alcohol is 4.33% or something. You're not going to tax me at all on it. If I want to sell it, I'm going to sell it for sale. You're going to do it. You're not going to do it because you were wrong. Stay out of it. We've actually been doing a good job getting this plant to everyone while you were trying to stop us. So now don't try help us if you can, but if you can't help us, get the fuck out of the way (laughs) because we've been doing it. We've been here since the fucking beginning, and I am standing on the shoulders of giants. Without people who came before me, I am nothing. They kept the dream alive. All of those people, I can't thank them enough for them being because that's the days when they were like 20 years for fucking Mazansky. They're like, hey, you fucking had a pound. Well, yeah, that's, that's the 20, most strike. He had fucking years, he, his sentence. Came, he had like an eighth on him in his oh. pocket. Oh. It was a third strike law oh. that put him in jail for fucking 23 yeah, fuck years. Now you're going to tax me at 14 yeah. percent. Cool. You've got the most powerful country in the world coming down on you. They they had a war 
on you. A war you know, on us. They claimed we are at war on drugs, mm-hmm. and they cl- claimed it was a drug. So I mean, you're literally at war with them. Yeah, so. your your brain produces yeah. DMT. Are they going to fucking go to war on the people? Yeah, guess what? They yeah. fucking did. They yeah. did. They, they went to domes. war on the people, and now the people who went to war on us want to say, "Well, it's legal now. Just fill out this form." And make sure you only grow six of those plants, because if you grow eight... Look at this camera and that camera, and... Look at Let me check your ID three times. In Pennsylvania, that article we read, we are going to have the... the, I guarantee when this next issue of them saying what the average eighth cost across uh, the United States, Mm -hmm. that it'll be us in Illinois. We'll be one and two, whether, whether or not how that stacks out. Well, three is Pennsylvania. They pay $150,000 a year on security on average, a dispensary. Mm-hmm. On secu- I'm like, that seems like an <laughs> insane amount. Like, well, they, dude, act they, they, like- they deal in all cash. So that that's yeah. the big that's, that's the biggest, the biggest issue. thing that they the biggest have to issue make sure. is is there's boatloads of cash moving and there's this place that daily. that was going in with like the metric type system which too, how is that working between tracking. the dispensaries and the cultivators? Are they giving them sacks of cash to the cultivators or are they wiring money? I don't know. Why don't you guys Brings let us up know? An interesting point. What are you guys doing? You guys I'm just are... curious. Yeah. You know, well, I can't imagine they're dropping off duffel bags. Of... They might be Is it crypto transactions. That's what I would do. Something, oh, something that had That'd a be small, great. Well, I mean, like Smart something contract. like a Litecoin or something that had a real small fee on it. Speaking of lending to everybody, have you looked into uh, uh, DeFi contracts, DeFi, uh, decentralized financials? They're starting to do through cryptocurrencies. Uh, I've, I actually was looking at a token the other day that kind of operated like a bond, which is really pretty interesting. Dude, th- this is the thing. Okay, yeah. so we can tie this into <clears throat> the shit that's going on right now. Yeah. Because, you know, I don't really want to avoid the topic because I think it's a good conversation. As we all know, uh, Parler was removed from the uh, App Store and the Google Play Store, which was like, okay, it's fine. It's the rules. You can still you can still download the app third party from their website. You can still participate on the app. So they're taking off the two main places where most people can get this service on it. And my whole thing was like, well, wait a minute, what's Parler doing that like Signal isn't doing? Because we we have a reasonable right to privacy. We have a reasonable sure. uh, right to be able to have conversations that aren't being recorded. That's how crazy like living in in the times of the Patriot Act is. Is like people legitimately. Like have forgotten like the the Fourth Amendment in its entirety, yep. right? And and so um, it's a it's a really interesting people in and you know there's there's other conversations to be had about inciting violence or whatever else. But so okay, they're pulled off of the App Store, they're pulled off of Google Play Store. Fine, everyone's like it's no big deal. They just can't get it off of there anymore. People have to get it. Well, now Amazon's Web Services, which is hosting their site, cut their site. So now they're they've effectively been. And what we're dealing with, and this is something, and the reason I bring it up is because whether or not, like, I, I would never be on Parler. I'm not joining Parler. I have no, but what, what were we talking about? Michael Douglas saying, you want to speak for free, you want to stand up for free speech, do it when somebody that you don't agree with is trying to say something. Yeah. Right? The hardest. And yeah. that's the hardest fucking part. And, but if we don't stay consistent on that, we have real problems. We see it based on what we talk about. Just the fact that we talk about cannabis and psychedelics on these networks, we're, we're operating outside of their rules as is right now because of what we're, what we're doing. Um, and so it's very hard to get the message out. It's very hard. Like, we could never boost a post. We could never, we could never pay Facebook to even play the game. Yeah. I would love to just say, okay, what does it cost for me to get to where my stream reaches every single one of my followers? It'll never happen. You see, you're like, 
I'll throw a name out there. Somebody like uh, I'm trying to Paula think of, Abdul. I'm trying to think of like uh, some of the more popular like Facebook live streams. Uh, uh, ben Shapiro, something like that. Okay, he's got eight million followers. He might have fifty thousand people watching one of his right. lives as he's playing, but out of eight million, like that's that's it's crazy. We could have four thousand. We've seen we've seen our analytics two to three percent of your followers. We were saying we will see our following go like this, and we'll see our reach go like this. And there's no real rhyme or reason to it. It's like, yeah, I mean, probably only the people that have selected to see your stuff first, like me. I I had to do that. You guys disappeared. You have to go out of your way to do it. And then there's also things that we're dealing with. Like one of the things that frustrates me, being an admin of a private group on Facebook, is they they have their fact checkers. It's fine. You want to put a fact checker on there? That's fine. However, when you penalize me for not deleting posts that you deem are not true, why don't you just censor the speech? Don't make me the fucking actor. Like, don't make me squeeze the trigger. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what fucks me up. It's like, then all of a sudden, the, the rules that I've had for our group from the day one, from our community, which is like, hey, we're never going to censor speech. You say some shit, you say some hateful shit, it's going to stay up, you're going to learn your lesson. We're going to fucking, we're going to rally around it, yeah. you're going to have to sit in your shit so you can <laughs> learn your lesson. That's the deal. Well, then all of a sudden it was like, okay, if you like, whenever the fact checker really got strong, it started going retroactive on everything, and so we're getting we're getting things every other day, and it's like for us, it's not okay. I'll delete a post from two years ago. Nobody's interacting on that post anyway. That's fine. But the fact that I had to do it is crazy. Well, we didn't do it for the longest time. We let them do it, and then they they completely shut down the group to where it wasn't showing up in anybody's feed. None of our stuff was getting anywhere until we took action. So then we take yeah. action, but then it was just like this. It was like starting from from ground zero again. This is, a, this is an issue that we're dealing with, with tech companies. And yes, as, a, as a, a, a free market libertarian of sorts, I have a very hard time talking about uh, regulation of, of private companies that should be able to uh, design the rules for their platform. However, when we're talking about social media and big tech, these companies are now more powerful than most countries, than most countries, uh, and, and really not that much further away. I mean, there's a handful that are, that are stronger than Facebook and Apple and Amazon especially. Like these mm-hmm. are huge companies with huge reach and there is there is a conversation about antitrust that has to be had about something. Going I I'm really curious to see where the ACLU falls on this because I think on one hand they're probably going to call for the impeachment of Trump because of the incitement and I can I can see that. And that makes sense to me. On the other hand, the ACLU have been ardent uh, defenders of the First Amendment at all costs. Mm-hmm. And so I'm interested to see what this happens. I understand the First Amendment doesn't necessarily uh, apply to the terms and conditions of private companies. However, these private companies now create a reality that all of us, all humans, exist, uh, participate in half of their lives. Half of our lives is in a digital space. Most of us are probably spending, I mean, the numbers would probably freak us yeah. out if we saw how much screen time, probably eight to 10 hours a day. In some kind of screen, whether it's a whether it's your phone, whether it's your computer, whether it's wherever. So we're going to start to have to have a conversation because I don't want to see this apply to people like that Six I, hours. that think like me, and yeah. I don't want to see. And that's just on your phone, right? That's just on my phone, bud. Yeah, but I mean, and I don't. I mean, I think that that's probably average, if not below average. I mean. Especially I don't know if that's considering like Amazon falling asleep and shit too. Uh, maybe, yeah. especially like you know, uh, <laughs> uh, kids like coming up. In. So it is, it is a, it is a nuanced conversation that right now emotions are running a little too high to I think to <laughs> to have online. I think it's important that that we have that we have yeah. the conversation um, because 
we have seen it on a very small scale. Parlor's got 12 million fucking, it, it was the number one downloaded app in the fucking, in the world. And if, if the idea is uh, we're shutting this down because of incited violence, well then how does Hang Mike Pence be the number one uh, trending hashtag on Twitter and no action be taken? Because it's yeah. not the same fucking no, no. game. The, the media is 100% garbage full of shit everything everything even the people who are saying that is listening to their media is also 100 percent garbage bullshit what has happened is all these people own the same things and keep the same message going and they all have a fucking cabal that's the real cabal the fucking media cabal that has learned how to manipulate people through years and years and years of fucking cia research and all of that shit i say good Bury your fucking self, Facebook. Bury yourself, Amazon. All of our tech is getting more localized at every fucking second. Ten years ago, you couldn't. Twenty years ago, to have a studio like this, you're looking at hundreds of thousands of dollars. Now it's getting smaller. We can run shit from all this small stuff. They're figuring out little buttons for this. Okay, a drone? Well, I didn't even know what that was ten years ago. Now I got my own little mini drone. I got a big drone. You got a drone. You got a fl- FLIR. And it's like, okay, cool. All of the technology is absorbing us as we go to where these big tech giants are like, yeah, we're the kings of this shit. But are we? Because when we get more localized with our shit, if creators want to create, they're not going to need the gatekeepers anymore. We want to create, we're going to create. If this shuts us down, we're going to figure something else out. If that shuts us down, we're going to go somewhere else. The creators will always create. But the fact that someone thinks they can make a decision for me on what I can and can't say, can and can't hear, can and can't do on a fucking internet site, that's horseshit. I will go elsewhere. Maybe there's nowhere else to go. Fine and dandy. I get that. But the deal is, fuck you. Right in your tiny hole. Tiny little hiney hole. Because I need to make the decisions for myself. And I don't care that there's, like, inciting rebellion and stuff. I should probably care more about it. But this is the human experience, baby. If someone can rile a bunch of people up and we didn't rile people up enough to figure out a way to even to calm them down or eventually overtake them, that's just fucking life as it go. That's just how baseball go. Don't take speech away from people. Let them all talk and let the chips may fall where they may. Well, that's I, there's also, uh, I, you know, for me, I think one of the important things is, is I don't think we as a society have anything to gain pushing the fringes into the shadows. Like that is for where sure. that is where bad weird shit fucking happens. For sure, that's, that's what I'm saying. They'll figure out a way. We're gonna find a way. You we're gonna keep find pushing a way. Away? What I find okay. is interesting. There's, there's an well, answer. To that'll all get of rid this. of it. There's an answer to all of this. Unfortunately, the people that are mostly affected by this uh, this action, right, are people who aren't super tech savvy. They're an older generation. They're our age and older. Uh, so they don't. They're like they're not going to learn the blockchain. They're not going to learn how the blockchain effectively works. But the blockchain does address most of this it's a completely decentralized internet and there is a way to uh to communicate where there are no overlords running yeah. this this thing uh and i think our it's the, it's the internet our kids will participate sure. no in doubt. and we will towards the end and we'll be able to it's going to be the person that that somehow finds a way to marry the interface right to make to make you know 
working on the blockchain feel like working on the the yeah. the, the white web as we yeah. know it, gotcha. right? Like so. <clears throat> so Dennison was even talking about fiat currency today and how that is a whole thing. It's like it's just all a fucking shit show right now. That we are going. To, money is just a trust. If we can get this blockchain technology to pretty much verify and we can trust it for these transactions. We don't need them anymore. We don't need a federal yeah. government or federal reserve or any of that shit. It's a big well, fucking shell game anyway. It's not quite there yet. I mean, you have probably three generations of cryptocurrencies right now. Yeah. Um, I don't know how many there are, 25, 50,000 probably. Yeah, I mean, a ton of them. Load, but Tick I mean, there's point. basically th- three tiers. You know, you've got Bitcoin, you've got Ethereums, and then you've got like your decentralized. All your altcoins. Uh, your proof of uh, proof of stake coins, so they operate off different protocols to um, verify the blockchain. Uh, so the the ones like Bitcoin and Ethereum, um, they have congestion issues. So like you won't be able to do you know millions of transactions a second like you can with like Mastercard or some you know major uh, processor you know that's operating today. But um, some of the third generation cryptocurrencies are doing. Tens of thousands, to hundreds of thousands of transactions per second. Yeah, um, yeah. operating in a decentralized, um, you know. Uh, yeah, and and area, also so. like so so then we have this other thing that we have to navigate in that space, which is uh, it's a place where the SEC has has started to get involved. But when we when the big banks started to see the viability of these of Bitcoin of these different coins, then all of a sudden they have entire wings. I mean. A lot of investment firms, a lot of 401k plans, uh, they're now starting to allocate assets yeah. into crypto, as they should, yeah. as they should. Um, but it's still when you tell people kind of when you when you try to explain to them why Bitcoin is worth anything, their eyes gloss over. I had, yeah. I had to listen to it 100 times for it to even oh, kind sure. of start to make sense. Yeah. Yeah. I had to learn what money was first before I really understood Bitcoin, because then I started to think, I'm like, what's fucking money? Who's the first guy who said, hey, how about them sheep? Yeah. I'm going to give you these two fairly useless fucking coins here. <laughs> it's probably just a chunk of metal. There you time. go, buddy. Yeah. And you're like, cool, oh, give me like, those goat thing. Here's my goat. It's Aww. funny because, uh, a, a, you know, several, sheep several goats. years ago on Reddit, <laughs> you know, you could you could gift somebody Reddit gold. But yeah. then there were people that would give, like, doji coins, you know, oh, on yeah. there. And they weren't doji. worth anything. And then, yeah. like, in 17, when everything was going it, fucking haywire with with uh and again is Doge yeah oh yeah dude again? it went it i mean this like was something 400%. that people just gave to internet strangers thousands at a time just as yeah. a joke and and well, i mean now it's it's, it's a pizza it's, it's a speculative pizza it's a speculative coin and it doesn't yeah. really have any function it's not like a good it's project. it's a clone of bitcoin but the supply is like in the billions right. instead of you know right. 13 million or whatever. how long if you had to give a guesstimate of how long it'll switch to bitcoin and the like how far away do you think we are uh, there's major companies integrating blockchain into their yeah. Their I would na- say business now, now. Yeah. today. Yeah. IBM has their own blockchain. Like they're, it's yeah, I remember like uh, all here's the, big, the deal. Uh, like the firms, uh, uh, SAC or not SAC, Goldman Sachs. Yeah, yeah, Goldman Sachs. Like all them were well, obviously. That's what I'm saying they could speculate obviously. for the longest time. They were able to speculate. They were able to pump and dump, and they didn't have the rules that the SEC yeah. put on them on all all of these other financial uh, vehicles, and so. Uh, that made the market super volatile for a while. And then, yep. you know, the average person who was holding coins, that's why everyone was like, hodl. Because if you're trying to trade along with, Wait. like, very fucking uh, uh, advanced algorithm and trading. What's you know, trading or uh, something? What is H-O-D-L, it? H-O-D-L. What is it? Was, it was, it was, it was, it was an acronym, just, wasn't it? it? Well, he just, he, he, he typoed, right? It was supposed to be hold. 
hold, like hold he the was, line. He was it's, shit-faced yeah. and like he, I don't know, sold a bunch of his Bitcoin for nothing and then it skyrocketed and like he was wasted and he was like, you know, going on this huge rant about how you should just hold on to your coins and then he's tried to say hold them and he said hodl and it just became <laughs> a thing. Like the internet, like the internet does. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's, I love the internet. Uh, Don't take it from those, me. Those, uh, the blockchain sufficiently creates a decentralized internet, but the problem is, is A, deciding on what the tokens or coins are going to be, uh, you know, and then, and, and, you know, I mean, you can use them as an investment view. I mean, dude, I have, I have friends who, far younger than me who have bought houses for cash and yeah. i mean you know for just holding and, and staking or, or building a uh, a mining computer that when a coin was still had plenty of yeah. of codes out Dude. there you know i mean uh, unbelievable Fuck, you could have mined a fucking bitcoin with that with goddamn this. thing in, oh, in, in, in 2013 yeah, 12 totally. 13 whatever totally I mean, yeah. you could have been doing five a day probably yeah <laughs> i remember a guy had like four phones all surrounded and he was mining bitcoin like, yeah yeah dude i was gonna buy some bitcoin back when it was like five dollars a coin because i wanted to get some shit off the dark web because that was the only the use for it at the time yeah, you know sure. i was like living in the country i'm like how do i buy drugs I get them on the <laughs> dark web, you know, like mail it to me. So I'm like, how do I do that? Bitcoin. Okay, I got to send money to these people. I don't know if I trust this. So, like, I didn't bite. Did you but, ever do uh, that? No, I, I really regret. I did get in before the big 2017 push, and um, I made a little bit of money, but I was one that uh, didn't hodl. I sure. took, took some profits like an idiot. I mean, it was like Well, yeah, but at the time, you, know, you like, still, you know, you play with house money yeah, if you can, exactly. take peel some profits back. And, He's down there ordering some. I mean, dude, twenty just even, even right as here, like, even as far as I mean, you know, I bought a lot of coins in seventeen, and then took a bath, and it was like oh. tell us more about this bath. <laughs> took a real bath, but it's a blood bath. He's and like, oh, let me like, get on oh, here. I'm gonna... never gonna come back. Okay, cool. When's this? And the thing is, is but I did kind of in the back of my mind, like you know, Trump was a very pro stock market president. Like like yeah. people's returns in oh, the yeah. stock market over the last year, let alone the last several years have been insane. Like, there's going to be a major pairing back, I would think. And and the idea behind me was like, well, and, and for no other reason than than just how Trump was touted and, and kind of some of the things that Biden's like, man, if Biden's elected, I could see crypto taking off again. Mm -hmm. Well, it started to take off before, but things were already yeah. tumultuous. <clears throat> we're right. all locked into our houses, you know, like – People are already starting to speculate, eh, you know, it might not be a good year for the markets or big businesses. Bomb ball, let's start moving into it. I mean, Jesus, dude, we, on our show, just on our morning show, I remember you messaging in, like, Bitcoin just broke 20 grand. Yeah. It was $42,000 yesterday. Now it's yeah. gone. It's, it's paired off about it's, 10 grand. It's like 33 yeah, today, 32, something yeah, like something. that. Um, i tell you right now. But, yeah, I mean, when it was 19, that was like three grand off of its all-time high in 2017, and Don't, everybody was losing their shit. It's just under 34 grand right yeah. now. So, but even then, probably a value. What's the thought process behind that? Buy a car with one. Like, why is everybody rushing to it? Um, because why well, is the I mean, value you've seen everybody. All, world governments, all all central governments around the the world have been printing money at an ungodly rate. We printed more. I think the Fed printed more money this year, which is crazy considering the last eight years. Yeah. Uh, uh, they printed more money this year than they have in the last twenty. How will this replace a transaction? Yeah, and everybody's done that, right? Yeah, so everyone. So like the whole world. This this looks like this, China. the stores and each other accepting each other's bitcoins and we're yeah, just giving it mm -hmm. we're just giving it an arbitrary value or whatever the Well, there's a finite number of That's them. That's tricky. 
right? Yeah. So there's only always... they getting harder to get. Yes. Yes. Yeah, oh yeah, it's, it's pretty tough to mine. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty tough to mine a Bitcoin yeah, right okay. now. Yeah, you need uh, a matter of fact, <laughs> in seventeen, another one of the things that was happening is like rather than you mining, you could stake these mining farms, and so you could enter a contract. And I fucking lost my ass on one of these. And I, I, and I even you thought take I'm, another like, bath? I'm like, man, I probably could have just bought the Dad bath coin nice. and just let the coin. The coin probably would have operated at the same thing. But the idea was is like you, you're buying the computing power. So you're, you're basically renting a miner. MFT? Uh, I'll tell you which you're one You're renting was. a miner or we got back on the black web? Golem Network? What, what's that? Was it the Golem Network? Um, I'm not sure exactly what this farm was Was it rockdog.com? Yeah, uh, dadbath.com. <laughs> dadbath, that's it. Damn it. Poison bath. That's going to come up with something that's freaky. Bad. That's bad. That's dark <laughs> Don't web talk. Don't take that in there. Dark web talk. Yeah, dark web. Hashtag they had a couple web. few of them. I'll have to look up through them. There's hey. Genesis Mining. Uh, um, uh, what was another one? Uh, so there was one I was involved in. It was GNT, uh, the Golem Network, and it was like you would rent out your computing power to like a uh, a decentralized network of a computer, basically. Mm -hmm. And you would get paid in GNT for, you know, lending your computing power. And there's a lot of cool... Yeah, there's a lot of cool points, like, where, you know, you were talking about, like, stake tokens or something. Mm -hmm. Like, like, you know, you got, like, NEO. And if you stake your NEO, in other words, you're basically guaranteeing... It works kind of like a CD. You're not going to take it out of the market. You leave it there, right? And it's kind of... It fills in that piece of the puzzle of the blockchain. Right. So instead of having to do all the algorithms to come up with the new code for the next block which certifies all the transactions that happen they're already in place right so like it's, it's and as faster, you do that they have they have other tokens that basically make theirs work so like neos for instance was gas so as long as you kept your neo uh staked you were earning gas as it was going right yeah. and then yep. and and gas itself has it's it's its own coin and it has its own value and people can speculate on that as well it's is really there something that could happen where you pay different coins for different things like or will one just become the champion? Uh, you know, well, like different corn coin yeah, or different, weed coin. Well, different or... tokens have different functions. So I actually heard a really cool idea for one the other day at this gym. And this gym has a network of businesses that they work with. One's a, a cryo chamber. One's a float sure. spa. One is a uh, meals at home business. Okay. And so based on their workouts, based on these machines, you can earn tokens if, you're, if your oh, workout cool. is... If you're improving in your workout, so if you're you set basically you have a profile, an online profile that measures you as you're working out, and it sets a ghost for you, like like playing old Gran Turismo and have the ghost car that you'd be trying to beat in the race. Okay, so your first workout it sets a fucking line. Well, your next workout, if you trend above that line, you're in you're earning tokens. And if you trend below it, you're not losing or anything. You're just not earning tokens. Yeah. And as long as you're getting stronger, you're earning these tokens. Well, these tokens can then be used as a currency. It's a way to incentivize people to live healthier lives, and also, uh, you know, you can you can spend this new currency that is now it's it, it's creating a micro economy through businesses that are all kind of buying into this idea. So now all of a sudden you can buy a float, or you can spend some of that towards a float, make up the rest in cash. You can, you know, like I said, you can spend it towards whatever uh, you know healthy chef. Uh, what it it all and right now the token exists, so you don't buy even a have to. Chef? Yeah, you can buy a healthy chef. You can buy anything with it if you want. You can put a value on anything, but you can buy you can buy the food. You can buy you can buy a cryo time in a cryo chamber. You can buy time in a, in a whoever decides to participate time in this in micro. Five, <laughs> time. 
in a bottle. Buy the first thing that I'd like to do is buy, go back in time and buy some Bitcoin. Oh. <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be, be nice, nice if we bought some Bitcoin? Bitcoin. Well, it would be nice. Um, anywho, uh, so that's kind of a, a, a cool idea. Is like uh, now all of a sudden you can get people, like-minded businesses, people on board uh, that, that see a value in your coin. Uh, and, and it can be traded amongst – it's kind of similar to – no, it wasn't. This wasn't crypto. But tokens. When we talked to the dude from Aiden Pay and Ashley yeah. at the at the last deal, kind of the same idea. It's like you can earn this. You can trade your money to spend it in dispensaries, or and then they don't have to worry about dealing with the cash. What does the or, future or look like when it's all Bitcoin? Is it going to be a slow transition? Well, it's not going to all from, be Bitcoin. Is the word. or not? Sorry, but all, all crypto, crypto, crypto blockchain yeah. uh, type of. It's not going to be a whole lot different because most of our transactions are with plastic anyway. Yeah. I mean, you know, most of our transactions are online. If there's only so many coins, how will you, you like if people start out like with Bitcoin, it's going to be hard for me to get a Bitcoin now. Well, you it, not really. I mean, you could have Satoshis. I mean, like oh, yeah. it, 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 is that it, a, you'll still be all right. It breaks. Okay. It still yeah. breaks down. Like even though one Bitcoin is worth thirty four thousand dollars, you can still buy a dollar of Bitcoin. Got you. So is there a way? It fractionates. Is there a way they could like say, okay, decimals or something. everybody turn your money in for this? Like like when we get to, I want to talk about UBI. Maybe it would too. be a massive shift yeah. in, in wealth. And actually, and we saw that happen. Be. We yeah. saw people overnight with Ripple. I mean, kids, teenagers become millionaires, yeah. dude, overnight. That's why all, that's why the, uh, when, when's going to moon? When, when, how long when till Lambo? When moon? Yeah. When's it when we gonna, because fucking eighteen-year-old kids were fucking buying Lambos with cash, dude. I mean, it was unbelievable. That coin's actually being investigated by the Ripple? SEC right now. It, probably, it started last be. week. Yeah, because it's unlimited supply. They can increase their supply Which, whenever yeah. the fuck they want, basically. Right. So. Like the Ken Griffey Jr. rookie card. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, but it's still worth five grand. But they keep printing them out. <laughs> keep printing Ken Griffey Jr. rookie cards. Yeah, cocksucker. I know. I know. Well, everybody does now. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't mean shit. Let's. Oh, do we get any? Do we get any text? Yeah, does, do Seth or Mike want to read any of the text that we had about people loving each other or anything? Uh, no, there. Uh, okay. We had a lot of people just kind of talking to each other and ignoring you guys. But Craig, before we go to break, mm-hmm. do you want to uh, partake in our new favorite segment, "Fun with Absolutely Real Pictures"? Uh, is yeah, what we're calling yeah. this one. One of my favorite segments. Let's, All right. Let's and uh, you guys mentioned the riots earlier. You got a little political, which was nice to see, because that's kind of the theme for tonight's pictures. I had to dig way deep in the archives for these, okay? So these are from some trips to Washington. You guys went to some key events, actually. Here's the war room. I believe <laughs> that, this is the Osama is Bin Laden. Six? Osama Bin Laden. Yeah, 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 yeah. It turned Steve, out it wasn't Sometimes really you don't smile for the camera. Sometimes people... I knew he was going to take the picture. There's so different kinds of pictures. Craig, Steve. you're eyeing in on it, man. Yeah. No, no. Now, Steve- now, if you'll notice, I want to point out something to the great patriots out there. Right. You'll notice that the state of Kansas is X'd out on my shirt. I'm a true son. <laughs> Way to go, buddy. Dude, Steve followed dress code, and Craig's like, fuck it. They're <laughs> oh, going to no. love me, and they did. I posed for they the did. camera. All right, so let's see what else we have here. I'm, uh, I'm- totally real camera or totally real pictures. This is fun. Oh no, uh, dude! Not that I'll one. tell you this. Not that one. I got me some Chick Fil A. That's the treat. That's the standard treatment for visiting the uh, White House, apparently, right? 
I really enjoy because I know the person you took out of there to see who you There's, replace there. You do? Another guy integrity? Yeah, that's actually, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Your hand used to be a lot. These are real Same pictures. Guy. I don't know yeah. what you're talking about, Steve. These are absolutely 100% Oh, yeah, real sorry. Pictures. This is a real picture. I forgot. And uh, He was, he's all right. You guys were on some actual, some talk shows back oh, in the day. Oh, what is this? Here's what you on Rachel Maddow. Their own poop. I do remember you going on MSNBC and saying that. that. You did. You're a big Rachel Maddow fan, aren't you? Uh, why does my head look so big on camera? Because I did that in like five. I mean, <laughs> why does, because it's an absolutely yeah. Real I'm just picture. saying, why does the MSNBC feed make my face look like that? <laughs> Craig was on Tucker Carlson. Back oh, in the day. oh I was both third party. That was when I was running out. for congressman. I figured I could. You get look like yeah, guy. Who wore it better? Remember you or when Crenshaw? You had Bell's palsy? I do that remember awesome. that. There's a shot of me with Bell's palsy right there. You look so cool, dude. Man. I think, Fucking, yeah, Tucker's straight just, out of his from drink. New York. He's, he's doing do his drink. dumb face. I couldn't do anything. You got him doing his dumb face. That's great. Who, who wore that better, you or Crenshaw? Dan Crenshaw. Crenshaw. He's a beast. Yeah, he's he is a man. He's, he's a man's man. Kind of Steve. What the hell? <laughs> the fuck, man? Dude, I got the declaration. Uh, you got the fucking... You got the podium? You got yeah, why, podium? Why does that look like a mogwai when it first comes out of its sack, its pod? A like mogwai? Isn't that Mexican for worm? No, like when the gremlins <laughs> or when they come out of their pods. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was. Whenever they get water I it was on, the, on, on uh, little, little, what's his name? Uh, what's the name of the movie, isn't it? Gremlins? No, what's what's his name? What's Mo- I only know of Mogwai Music Group. That's the only. You talking about Gizmo? Gizmo, thank Gizmo. you. Gizmo. I, say, oh, I, I yeah. know of, of the. Group uh, remember when Gizmo gets wet and then those little weird things pop out of his back, and the then Gremlins? they start to open up yeah, with their ears and they're all slimy. Oh, that, I mean, a Mogwai like. does look like Gizmo. So what is it? You can't get it wet, or you can't feed it after midnight. I don't even remember this thing. A Mogwai is not a real thing. Real life gremlin rediscovered. Yeah, real in the life wild. gremlin. It's not called a mogwai. What happens when you? Uh, uh, there's enough water in there. That's definitely. So that's, that's your uh, your absolutely real picks of the week, there, Craig. Tarsier. Pygmy tarsier. Let's say it's either a bush baby or a tarsier. I'm not tarsier. Tarsier. That's probably a tarsier. Did you read that, Palo. Uh, got any more? Okay. No good fun. job. That's Seth. gonna be it. Uh, a week's worth of stuff right there. That's good. Uh, <laughs> is it over? Let's. Uh, I did that in like an hour today. Let's go to cool. break. What do you guys want to talk about? Let's talk about aliens on the other break. I do kind of want to. Yeah, let's do it. All right. See you guys after the break. Hey guys. Uh, love you. Love you. Hare Rama, Hare Rama, And there we are. Hey, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the second hour or whatever. We came, we went on a half hour late. So whatever time it is, uh, thanks for joining us here on the Hoosier Sophisticate Primetime Show. Hey, penis faces. I'm in the back room now. How's your little peepees doing out there? My peepee is doing How are your little peepees doing out there? I'm in the back. I'm a little peepee. <laughs> Who got a little peepee? Two guys out there got little peepees right there. Uh, Look up. Right there, little peepee guy. Oh, there he is. Is that me? Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm coming back in. Okay, come on. Any, anytime you want. Anytime. I was unaware. I was unaware of that. <laughs> That's uh, it. Here's some uh, interesting news for you, pals. What is it? Palos. 
Uh, when President Donald Trump signed the $2.3 trillion coronavirus relief and government funding bill into law in December, so began the 180-day countdown for U.S. intelligence agencies to tell Congress what they know about UFOs. No, really. This is from CNN. <laughs> what, what day did he sign that? Uh, I was in December. Um, last week of December. A long okay. December and, and there's reason to believe maybe, maybe this year will be better than the last. Love that tune. The Director of National Intelligence and the Secretary of Defense have little less than six months now to provide the Congressional Intelligence and Armed Services Committees with an unclassified report about unidentified aerial phenomena. It's a stipulation that was just tucked into the committee comment section of the Intelligence Authorization Act for fiscal year 2021, which was contained in the massive spending bill. Hey, uh, that real re- quick, why is Seth's face glowing like he's a goddamn alien right now? Look at him. He's a beam of light energy. He's, it's, What's wrong with his face? Look at it. He's got a weird face. Look at his weird, weird face down face there. Bio, he's got he's the white. He's a, got the whitest face I've ever seen in my life. He looks like that guy Nick Pope up there. They the both got, the, they got, got white face. Okay. Um, Jenny said it looked like Walter White. She's like, what's on your face? Are you trying to make me cream all the way from home? <laughs> That's exactly what she said. Are you trying to make me I'm cream so excited, 35 dude. miles out? And I'm like, no, honey. Believe me, this, this thing will find its way home. She doesn't know that tomorrow's coming. This is just leaving. And I got a Fu Manchu. A Fu Manchu. A Fu Manchu, a Fu Manchu. <laughs> okay. A uh, Fu Manchu? Cool. A Fu Manchu. <laughs> okay. Uh, the report must contain detailed analyses of UFO data and intelligence oh, no, collected no. by the Office of Naval Intelligence, no, no, no. the Unidentified Aerial Phenomena Task Force, and the FBI, according to the Senate Intelligence Committee's directive. It should also describe in detail an interagency process for ensuring timely data collection and centralized analysis of all unidentified aerial phenomena reporting for the federal government and designate an official responsible for that process. Finally, the report should identify any potential national security threats posed by UFOs and assess whether any of the nation's adversaries could be behind such activity. The committee said, like what, like they're like they're hiring alien mercenaries. (laughs) This thing's a fucking magnifying Uh, glass. That's disgusting. The submitted report should be unclassified, the committee said, though it can contain a classified annex. Oh, well, isn't that some shit? A spokesperson for the office of the direct director of national intelligence confirmed the news to the fact checking website. Snopes. Oh, Snopes. That's not real. That's great. That's not Uh, real. The Pentagon released three short videos in April of last year showing unidentified aerial phenomena clips that the U.S. Navy had previously confirmed were real. The videos, one from 2004, the other from 2015, show what appear to be unidentified flying objects rapidly moving while recorded by infrared cameras. Two of the videos contain service members reacting in awe at how quickly the objects are moving. One voice speculates that it could be a drone. It's still unclear what the objects are, and there's no consensus on their origin. What is the first thing you say to the aliens when they get here? The first thing you say to them, Dennis and you first, what's the first thing you say to them? They just got here. All right. Hello. What do you say to him? Take me with you. (laughs) (laughs) He's going with him. All right. What is your thing? What are you going to say? How's your little pee-pee doing? Is that what you're going to say to him? How's your little pee-pee doing? (laughs) No, I'm going to say, hey, man, we've been waiting for you. (laughs) 
That's what you're going to say? Boy, what the Welcome fuck? Home. They're not going to talk Welcome to me. Home. I'm just going to say, when we go contact them, I want to know what to say. Is uh, what I think. I'm going to say, hey, guys, my name's Steve. I like to fucking party. Right? You know? <laughs> just kind of let and them they know. say, have you ever tried any space coke? Yeah, and I'm like, no, but I'm willing to try. <laughs> yeah. They're like, are you... Uh, are you familiar with the term Gleepenglorpen? And I'm like, oh, that's uh, space talk for guinea pig? Yep, that's me. Let me snoot some of that stuff right now. They're like, we've been looking for you for years. We needed someone with you, the DNA you of do? someone okay, to do space okay. coke. Aliens? Aliens? Okay. All right. And I'm so like, let's, let's, re- let's reframe it a little bit. Uh, we'll rather than what you're going to say, they come down and they say, uh, uh, hey, uh, yes. you want a bump? Yeah, you're, yeah, you're obviously, gonna do it. yes. You're just going to do it. Glowing green dust that they're like, bump this off I'm, my tentacle. I'm, I'm going to run it through one of my dance safe kits. I'm going to test it. What are you going to test it for? Well, you don't know. Sp- space Coke kit? They got a Space, they got Coke, a space kit? Coke kit. Maybe. I don't think they do. Maybe. You would. You would. You would uh... I, listen, if the aliens have chosen me and they come down and I say, hi, my name's Steve. I like to party. You instantly and they go, die. Oh, here's a deal. Yeah, I've done that before with stuff that I've sniffed out of another guy's freaking crotch of his thing here. I died for probably a minute, I'm 40, sure. 47 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. I get it. I'm okay with it. If that happens, then good. It's time to go. Well, have you have you listened to uh, Lieutenant Colonel Fravor's interview with uh, Joe Rogan on his podcast? I don't believe I have. Oh, man. Well, he's one of them that was, was there whenever they took one of these videos, but he knows everybody else that's involved. And uh, if any testimony is going to make you believe that these are extraterrestrial, it's going to be him. And he never he's not even like a UFO guy. Like, he doesn't even believe in him. But he, the way he describes everything that happened that day and during some of the other ones, um, I mean, it's kind of undeniable that, that it's something at least that we're incapable of at this time. Anecdotally, I have seen shit move through space faster than any fucking craft, and, and stop on a diamond hover and move back to another uh, to yeah. to a spot that we don't we don't have. Maybe we do. Maybe we have crafts well, that do it, but it seemed to defy. It seemed to defy logic. I don't think we would have the energy. <laughs> I mean, the math they had the math for it. They have the math to make warp drives. Like it mathematically makes sense, but the amount of energy that it would take in order to make the equation work is astronomical i mean literally astronomical it would take multiple suns in some cases well that's what's crazy about like bob lazar right like uh in the 80s he says he's working in this uh top secret site which is not area 51 it's fairly close but they have a a site that's what do they call that it's it's uh just south of hang on a second i'm gonna pull this up but he he said hey they're using this element to propel themselves uh, un un what did we, what did we decide it was a un unpentium un unpentium was the name of this uh, and it was nowhere to be found on the periodic table this was like in 1988 mm-hmm. or 89 he's laugh he's a laughing stock of the scientific community and then fast forward 20 years I think it was 2015 some Russian scientists found this element element 115 which was un unpentium and it had some subtle differences from how he explained it but it checks out. And it's like, anybody lining up to kiss this dude's furry bag? Anybody? Anybody lining up? Because people owe him an apology. They owe him a little apology. You lined up? <laughs> <laughs> little lizard well, king. Yeah, he had supposedly had a sample of it, too. He had, And it was encased in some sort of 
you know, containment field because if it came into contact with, uh, I don't know. Oh, this is funny. The worst grower in town uh, in Missouri said, Steve will say, take me to your Peter. (laughs) Hilarious. Why is everyone laughing in there? That's not funny. Um, Space show, 100% down. Zid, 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 zid. Well, the jig is up, Steve Algina. He's been hiding a UFO up his ass. Okay. I knew it, William Better. It's Eddie's brother. Um, and Jenny said, I'm being for real. Something about, I'm sure the sweet-ass goatee that she is just, like, totally creepy. She's juiced. Right She's juiced. So, oh. sure. something I, I really hope that comes out of, you know, all that UFO stuff where they're, you know, having to come forward with it, disclosure. Um, is about Skinwalker Ranch. Like we were talking about aliens and spirits, and aliens, aliens, spirits. What's the difference between the two? I mean, there's a lot of correlation yeah. in, in sightings of these things and in the paranormal. And so I, I mean, thought we'd combo them out there. Yeah, at that I house. think it's exciting. Um, but that's like the the only real you government really program on book. It, I know I'm really like that is really exciting. Right now. It's because I have that had way too really, much Delta eight. That's really exciting. <laughs> Most exciting thing I've ever heard. Let me try to take it up. A bit. There you go. <laughs> but uh, anyways, I mean, it's an exciting story. And and uh, what Skinwalker Ranch? Bizarre. Yeah, Skinwalker Ranch. What is it? Uh, that's a ranch out in Utah that's been like just plagued with. UFO sightings and paranormal activity with, you know, like uh, trickster demons and orbs of light that cause, like, intense paranoia or fear or, like, happiness and, like, this weird (sighs) shit. And it's been documented throughout time with with Native Americans and, um, you know, all these ranch owners. The government come up, they have a program where they went out and studied it for, like, a decade or 15 years. Um, What's the name of the billionaire that owns... A company that looked into it, but uh, anyways, they, I mean, they researched and researched and never could get any definitive proof, but shit was happening, like, the whole time. Shit was going and down. So, but they couldn't get anything. You what, know, you know it's like Adam uh, Levine or whatever, no, uh, Adam um, Levine? Uh, yeah, that guy. <laughs> from um, Maroon no, 5? Maroon 5, the guy who does with Queen now. Adam, Adam Lambert? Adam Lambert, what he says, what do you want from me? <laughs> Is that... What do you want from me? You know, like, what do the aliens want from us? Are they already here? And we're, did, you, did you see the thing about the underwater aliens that they're going to disclose? That there's an aquatic the USO. alien life force that look up the aquatic aliens, and they have lived underneath the Earth, and that's what this cl- disclosure is actually about, these underwater aliens, bud. Well, okay. considering we've only mapped, like, three to five percent of the ocean i mean hey don't say you still love me it's okay and that hurt yeah it was supposed to hurt bud and it was a a, a whole mess of people said it not me i thought your plants look great i'm just saying what, <laughs> i'm just saying what everybody in st louis is saying about uh the you know people don't grow the best weed i don't know it's just it's not me saying it i'm just i'm here i'm a guy i'm here a guy um do you think the idea of aliens conflicts with some modern religions and the systems based on them loosely or intrinsically. Well, you know what? Read yeah, the, the alien book of Thomas, better, bud. Read the book of Thomas. The alien right? better come down looking brown hair, blue eyes. Well, naturally. Nice yeah, otherwise, bomb that fucker. Uh, okay, yeah, exactly. Better uh, have a nice white robe on. The Skinwalker clean. Ranch, also known be as Sherman Ranch, is a property located on approximately 512 acres southeast of Ballard, Utah. That is reputed to be the site of paranormal and UFO-related Ooh. activities. Its name is taken from the Skinwalker of Navajo legend concerning 
The Vengeful Shaman. shaman. I don't want to go there. I don't want to go to the Vengeful Shaman. <laughs> uh, I really don't. There's I really a lot of don't. trickster demons there. I don't want to do that. Unless I'm well-versed before. Like, I'll practice here at that house, yeah. kind of learn some tricks, too, and then I'll go into the space yeah. with the trickster demons at that point. No, thank you. I yeah, those are the those are the demons from like you know poltergeist. Look up uh, Bigelow. I I know it was something Bigelow. Deuce Bigelow, Major Jiggle. Well, that's, that's how I remembered. Um, major Jiggle, Major Payne, and Deuce Bigelow mixed together. He was an aerospace billionaire, and he bought the ranch. And Robert uh, Robert Thomas Bigelow, yeah, and owns then the was, hotel chain Budget Suites of America. Oh, those are nice. He uh, was Budgets friends with nice. Senator Harry Reid from Illinois, and Senator Harry Reid's always been interested in UFOs. Um, so then they started a secret government program to study UFOs, and they've been out there, um, I think it was in the early 2000s, maybe. Does anything happen with disclosure? Do we find world peace? There's, wasn't there's it Reagan no. or Nixon that had that speech? Man, it's like, the only thing that can make the America great again is if we find aliens, and we only have one, a force that we can all fight against across the whole world. Remember that deal? I do. We need to make humanity great again by having a common goal. Because, yeah. you know, before it was exploration. It's always going to be exploration because we're just explorers, you know. But we've ran out of space to explore, and we're getting crowded. And now we're pointing fingers at each other and, like, fighting over resources. And things are getting shitty fucking everywhere you Craig look. Craig went to know? the Capitol, stole the Declaration so, of Independence. Yeah, I mean, Craig <laughs> lost his mind. He lost his lost damn mind. It. They tried to shut our show down. It's nuts. Yeah, killing the power. So, <sighs> I don't know, man. Hopefully, um, Hopefully, we can figure out how to live here, but... Also, how can we expand out there? Yeah, I mean, you know? it's weird. I thought Mars and uh, the moon were just, I was like, no, you can't live there or whatever. We're just not That's built for it. But there's like, yeah, there's ways to kind of make bases there. And then Everyone knows the moon is just a, it's a satellite. It's just a, it's just a space base. Dude, the moon is Everybody perfect. Knows that. That, that couldn't have worked out any better for us, you know, for launching, for launching out into the interstellar space. Because that's the, that's the trick is it's really... It takes a lot of fuel to get, get out. out of Earth's gravity. That's why we got to come up with a space elevator. And, we got to get yeah. a space elevator from Earth to the moon. Okay. We can do it with spider silk. I watched this whole thing. It's fucking yeah. amazing. Spider, goats can spider make silk it. is they fascinating. Can. Goats can make it. Cool? Goats they can make it. spider silk? In yeah. huge amounts. They figured out how. Yeah. Were they, like, what, spiders fucking they goats? Or? <laughs> yeah, they did well, that. Yeah, use your imagination there, big boy. I mean, I am. Use your imagination. It's got me all crisper. Is anyone else convinced the government will fake an alien invasion? No, actually, I wasn't concerned about that. Thank Until you for now. bringing that up on my <laughs> fucking radar, Belinda. The once secret owner of the purported Utah UFO hotspot Skinwalker Ranch has stepped forward, describing a bevy of sensors and cameras he's installed on the site for the collection of evidence related to anomalous phenomena, including UAP, or Unidentified Aerial Phenomena. Phenomena. In 2016, Phenomena. 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 In 2016, Brandon Fugel, 46, a Utah real estate tycoon, bought the 512-acre property from its former owner, aerospace billionaire Robert Bigelow, who also sought out anomalous phenomena on the site, officially owned by the Adamantium Real what? Estate. Shut up. Fugle's Adamantium, own- like Ad- Wolverine. Wolverine. Shut, Shut up. up. Fugel's ownership remained secret until a Tuesday interview with Vice in which Fugel described his plans for the property and its alleged mysteries Indeed. while declining to disclose how much he paid Bigelow for the property. 
Science and discovery are what drive me. It's not money. It's not that I'm obsessed with UFOs or little green men or cattle mutilations or shape-shifting demonic entities. I have no idea <laughs> no, if aliens exist. I have no idea if aliens exist. You'd have to ask them, Fugle Toad Vice. Well, yeah, let me name every single like, one. This sounds, like a, this sounds like an ad for DMT. You'll have to ask them. That's, oh. that's all this sounds like. That's what I'm saying. Maybe DMT's just leaking out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, we're just going like, to. That's the deal. It's just in the air. Yeah. Just, everybody's just. Everybody's just yeah. You might see some UFOs. Vaporized. Yeah, might happen. Just, 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 just putting it out there. Uh, Fugle has installed sensors and cameras on the ranch and has so far collected unreleased footage of anomalous aerial phenomena in addition to evidence of anomalous injuries and transient EMF unexplained electrical phenomena. This in addition to the numerous UFO sightings and previous data collected at Skinwalker Ranch by Bigelow, was not provided to Fugle as part of the purchase. <laughs> so Bigelow's holding all the information? Is that what I'm understanding? Well, I think it's because he was tied in with the government. I forgot what the name of the program was. It was NAP or something? I remember um, Harry Reid was, uh, was a part of it. Yeah, you might be able to type Harry Reid and, and uh, Robert Bigelow together and find it, but... Um, yeah, it's probably all under wraps because the government was involved and they, they were like to be tight lipped about that kind of stuff. So. You not that find the thing about the aquatic aliens or uh, yeah, I pulled it up. I just wasn't that into it. Are you it. just talking about like you uh, actually what it pulled up was just a lot of shit that we don't know about. Oh. Invasive and neurotic. Uh, no, this is like this is coming. Okay. Well we'll I'm gonna I'll oh, find Oh you it. dirty little pervert. Um okay. So let's see here. Glowing auras and black money. <laughs> The Pentagon's mysterious UFO program. Oh, you're going to put it behind a paywall, are you? Oh, kiss my ass. Sorry, Your buds. Information. Sorry, buds. I'll make I'm it not, up. I'm not paying them for it. I will make it up on the <laughs> on the fly. Uh, here we go. HuffPost. Uh, Senator Harry Reid confirms uh, the U.S. government has been hiding key details about UFOs for years. Why the federal government all these years has covered up, put brake pads on everything, stopped it. I think it's very, very bad for our country, Reed said in the new documentary, The Phenomenon, from director James Fox. Are you saying that there's some evidence that still hasn't seen the light of day? I'm saying most of it hasn't seen the light of day, Reed yeah. replied. The film examines the history of UFO sightings in the United States and abroad, including new details about the military-confirmed encounters off the coast involving U.S. Navy pilots. It also details a 67 report in which an object appeared over a U.S. missile base at the same time 10 missiles became inoperative. Mm -hmm. If they'd been called upon by the president to launch, they couldn't have done it, Reed said in the film. Jesus Christ! They, they, they take him out of a microwave. What the fuck's the matter with Harry Reid? <laughs> That's a wax hundred. Fuck. Looks like uh, one of the people from the day after when they look at the fucking nuke going on. Reed, who was among the lawmakers behind a classified but since closed U.S. government UFO program, has become increasingly outspoken. UFO? UFO. <laughs> it's a whole That'd thing. That'd be cool. Like the, uh, has the, become the increasingly outspoken yeah. about the phenomena since oh, leaving yeah. office. However, he stopped short of confirming evidence of otherworldly activity, writing in August on Twitter that he wants the issue studied and we must stick to science, not fairy tales about little green men. You know, why do they say that? Why do they gotta say it? Why you gotta? Why you gotta? You know, it's it's dumb. It's just dumb talking down to us. He reported repeated the point of view in the film. Nobody has to agree why it's there, but should we at least be spending some money to study all these phenomena? I think the answer is yes. Uh, you know, UFO expert Lee Spiegel, a former HuffPost reporter, served as a co-writer and co-producer on whatever. Whether you're a UFO believer or debunker, those in between or still undecided, it's important to present accurate information that potentially affects the national security of all nations and the safety of all citizens of our planet. I watched this deal 
where when Nixon was in office. Well, I think uh, Truman, I can't remember if Truman was the first one that was uh, uh, briefed on UFOs. But I remember some shit went down, and then when Nixon took office, apparently there was one of the one of our military bases in Florida had an alien in it. Nixon was buddies with Jackie Gleason. He goes, they're they're all hammered up, as as they should be, and uh, he's like, "Come on, we're going for a ride." Nixon fucking grabs Jackie Gleason, puts him in the car, drives down, fucking pull up to this base, like guns drawn on this car, and then all of a sudden they see who it is. Like, oh, fuck, it's it's the president. Mm-hmm. Gotta let him in. Apparently, Nixon walks Gleason in there, shows him this fucking alien that it's sitting there. Gleason's wife says Gleason doesn't talk for, like, two weeks after that. He's fucked up. Like, Nixon has fucking blown his fucking mind hole open. It's it's good to know people, man. It's good to know people in high places. I don't know. I'm into it. I think a lot of that, especially the the interview with uh, Lieutenant Fravor, because he doesn't, I mean, he's 100% accurate about everything he says. I think it substantiates all the um, the other testimony that you get in, like, the Disclosure Project or Project Blue Book. Um, those were the, the things that went in front of Congress. They were trying to – they had all these testimonies from former generals and, you know, military members or doctors or scientists or whatever. Um, and they gave testimony asking for the government to, to do what they're now forced to do, supposedly, and, and disclose the information that they have. But, I mean, there's so many stories that's just – it might take three, you know, just these astronauts talking about seeing things or, yeah. um, you know, just these weird experiences that they've had um, that, you know. I, I, oh, man, I can't wait. Who knows? We're going to go check it out. We're going to do it at the end of February. We're going to go. I'm going to run out that house. Maybe I'll get that done tomorrow. <clears throat> we'll figure that out where we can go have some cool. fun, contact aliens, hang out with each other out in the woods, get weird. See what this whole fucking mystery is about, man. Try to get some sort of answers to some of the questions because there's always more questions. There's always more answers. Everyone is invited, even you, Big V. Um, if Steve's dick sock gets Big us v. attacked by aliens, I'm going to be pissed. What is that? <laughs> Steve's dick sock gets us attacked by aliens. I saw an alien at Trader <laughs> Joe's. His air was perfect. Yep. I will go down fighting or up fighting okay ah i see what you did there i see what you did there beat me up scotty i want to get weird with you freaks this is great um should i get out the guitar and ready for the for the deal uh sure did you have anything else seth oh i'm heated over here we didn't get a chance to play my intro let's do it i'm kind of mad about right now We'll no, play, we don't have to do we'll it. Play it uh, well, let's out, play it as an outro, bud. Uh, we'll, do, was... we'll play it as an outro, but first, before we go any further, Dennison, I'm curious, have you uh, looked into this RH negative blood type thing much with the aliens? That's yeah. kind of weird, isn't it? It is really weird. I, I don't, I'm not educated enough really to speak on it, but um, well, hold on. unfortunately, I'm not pull- I do not have the alien marker in me. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pull this up. If an ad plays, I'm sorry, but... Uh, Yes, yeah, as throughout mankind's history, the accounts of visitations from a higher power, extraterrestrial beings, or mysterious forces have been immortalized and passed down through generations and songs. To blah 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 blah. Uh, but basically, what this boils down to is they believe that this blood type comes from directly from aliens, and it increases people's chances like of being abducted because people throughout the world will have, like, abduction stories. These people yeah. don't know each other. They've never met, and they have, like, these identical stories as if yeah. all these people got together in a room were like, hey, let's make up this story. And that's kind of fucking weird to begin with. And then you look at it, and, like, 
a large percentage of this population have this type of blood. So, yep, I like it. That is, in my anecdote, think about. I and don't have that, and I've never seen a UFO or been abducted. So, so it's in the pudding. Have you been Who's wearing? You, have you uh, looked into he, the he thought might, screen helmet? You might have been helmet. wearing a thought screen helmet. Yeah, that's probably the problem. That's a great product. Mm. So, it's not a product. No, it's not a product for oh, sale. It's not a product for Just, sale. It is yeah. a product. You can. I'll, I'll, I'll hook you up, bro. I'll, I'll, I got a whole website you got to check out. You're gonna love this. Right. No, you watched it. you watched the show last. I, week yeah, I saw it. pictures yeah. of it. It looked like a okay. really nice leather skull cap. <laughs> All right. Well, now we'll play the uh, rabbit hole. And real real quick, uh, uh, right? I do have one last thing to kind of tie back into the the parlor, the the social media censoring speech, shutting down platforms. It's something that we're threatened with. Not just us. Nate on cameras. Anybody that talks about weed yeah. regularly, Casey Weed Blog. Casey weed blog uh, it, it's shelf. come. It's come top shelf, yeah. guys. It's something that we all deal with. Uh, uh, Levon, yeah, all of us. Like we talk yeah. about. Yeah, we Being talk mean. about cannabis on these platforms, and and we might. And we're not selling. Uh, we, we're not selling it. We're just trying to educate on it. Oh, no, <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, 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 but what I'm saying is, is we like, see. we are. We are. We're selling low THC legal. cannabis. It's legal. Yeah. Totally legal. Cannabis, Steve L. Right. All right, we're, we're going to throw this. Uh, however, real quick, uh, uh, I just saw today that, you know, I mean, with no explanation other than repeatedly going against our community standards, Facebook has blocked Ron Paul from managing his page. I meant to ask you if you never, wanted to talk about that. Never tonight. have we that received so notice of violating community standards in the past, and nowhere is the offending post identified. Uh, that uh, sounds reasonable to me because I have been banned Three separate times where I was given no reason. No, I wasn't even shown what it was that I posted that went against community standards. They yeah. were just like, oh, hey, and there's no appeal process. <laughs> uh, so it's like, oh, okay. Uh, you think the aliens have RSO? I don't know. I better hold them fucking accountable. Uh, they they've, got, they probably, they've got fucking, they got more RSO than the, every dispensary in Missouri combined. <laughs> or at least just as much. Um, never is that been the, flagged, never been kissed either. Fuck. Is that the end of the whole? Yeah, are we, are we, you can oh, take okay. us out of the rabbit hole. We like movies. So do we. We like internet. So do you. It's the streaming picks of the week. It's the streaming picks of the week. We like the internet too. We like the internet too. We like the internet too. Watching this week, Steve O. Want to know for uh, me, guys? I'd like to know. I was watching this one thing. I've been kind of flipping through a bunch of stuff. I did rewatch the movie Frailty. Would you haven't seen the movie Frailty? It's, it's been Matthew a long time. McConaughey. It's a freaky movie. <laughs> it's it's kind of good. But I did start watching, and I need to finish it probably tonight. But I'm I'm happy with the first half. Of it. It's called My Blind Brother. Okay. And it's Adam Scott, um, Nick Kroll, and Jenny Slate. Adam Scott's a funny fella. Hey, oh, uh, Adam so Scott me a plays a blind guy, but he is—he's like a, a Olympic champion. Give me a little bit more in the mics, there, Seth. <laughs> he's an Olympic champion, and uh, 
he sorry that guitar was a little no hot, sweat yep. yeah yeah he's he's a, he's like an Olympic champion type deal. Um, where he like swim? No, he does like charity things, where he's like, "I'm gonna swim or bike or something." And his brother Nick Kroll has to like wear a bracelet and keep him out of the way of trees and shit. So the whole town is like, "Go, go, go!" And no one pays any attention to him. And he's like just like a glorified sight dog, is what they call him. <laughs> so it's like he meets her. He meets her, her. Her boyfriend like died right after she broke up with him. She's like, I don't want to see you. And he like ran out to the street and got hit by a bus. She's going through all that shit, and it's like this weird love triangle. Uh, it's funny. Had me laughing. I'm only I'm only about forty five minutes of the way through it, but it had me laughing so far. That's on Amazon Prime. And I watch my other show, Breaking Bad. <laughs> you started it. I started it. I'm the one who knocks. I haven't seen it. You're, for real? I've only seen season one. Oh, buddy. Well, it doesn't, I it doesn't I get a, great until season three. I thought yeah. I had a worn out for my arrest when I was first watching it, you know? And it's, like, real intense. That I thought the police were going to break down my door every <laughs> yeah, fucking episode. I, I believe that. So I was like, nah, I'm good on this fucking yeah. this stuff. I got to have a clean record. Now I'm Let's clean. Let's try again, yeah. I think. At least I don't have it hanging over me. Like, Sure. That's pretty good. Well, uh, a lot of people seem to really enjoy it. Really enjoy it. Dennison, are you watch? Have you watched? Dennison's anything like, it's so great. I it's the best. Think. We were, my wife and I were watching a, a French porno. Uh, <laughs> no, it, it's called Lupid or Lupus or, or not Lupus. Lupus. Probably not. It's called Lupus. <laughs> Lupid, I think. Cool. I don't know, but it was this guy uh, whose father stole Marie Antoinette's necklace and supposedly it was taken apart and went all these places. And I don't know. It's a uh, ooh Guadalupe it's a French show, and it's actually. Really? Is it a show? Over. Yeah, it's a show. It's on Netflix. Um, here, I could look it up. I got you. He's got it right got here, and it's called Lupin. Mary Antoinette. Lupin. It's called Lupin. Affair of the Diamond. Lupine. Lupine. Oh yeah, French Lupine. Come on, guy. Jeez, man. Is Lupine well, based on a true story? Is it Lupine? Is Lupine <laughs> based on a true story? And was Marie Antoinette's necklace no, stolen? Lupin. I have no idea. Uh, well, that's cool. But it, that. it's pretty interesting. Subtitled so, or like, dubbed? Uh, subtitled, but in a good way. I, I didn't know it was subtitled for a while, and that kind of blew my mind. I, I'm assuming because they're both uh, Indo-European languages and maybe the mouths move in similarly or sure. something. But, um, yeah, it was so it's, 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 really well it's done. So it's not in English? It, no, their mouths are moving in French. But, but it's dubbed the in English. The words are yeah. English. Oh, okay. And in it's a good way. subtitled as well. It's subtitled as yeah. well, if you want. Dude, I mean, I, I've gotten to where uh, that's not one necessary. thing that Netflix and all the streaming services, like, I love having subtitles on. Oh, yeah, It's amazing how much is lost in dialogue without subtitles. Yeah, I'm know? always like, I read this the other day. We watched uh, a show, Dairy Girls. It was like from Ireland. The Irish, yeah, the Irish yeah, yeah. girls, yeah. yeah. I have no idea what they're saying unless Dude, I have the subtitles have on. It. It's <laughs> tough to understand yeah, for sure. Like that. Yeah, that was a good one. Uh, yeah. Lupin. Lupin. Is Dennison's pick? How about uh, you and there, Mikey? Mike, did you have a Mike? Did you stream okay. anything? Oh, he said no, nothing this Be- week. Besides a little streamy out of your pee pee in your pants, Something like streamy that. out of the pee pee. Uh, Seth, you? Uh, yes, yeah, Steve. I told you mine. You're going to be excited about this. It combines St. Louis and skateboarding. So this is on Vice, or if you find the oh, show uh, somewhere else, it's called Abandoned. It's with uh, Rick McCrank. <laughs> Which <laughs> I love that fucking name. Uh, it's like I'd love to Rick, oh, have a Rick McCrank. But no, he's His a professional. Call him Yank. He's a professional skateboarder. He's really, really good. He skates for girl. Uh, I skated girl boards. I had a McCrank deck, which yeah, is even more to fun to say. Chicken? 
So he goes to all these different places around the world that have been abandoned. He goes to like a Six Flags in New Orleans. He skates a mall that's abandoned in Ohio and all kinds of cool shit. Well, in this episode, Wednesday at midnight, he goes to St. Louis. He comes to St. Louis, you know. Skate and, uh, him or what? He skates the church. Nice. He does. He it talks to some of the local skaters. He, he goes around, and this episode's about skate. Uh, St. Louis school specifically. It's skanks. It's about skanks. Sweet, I'm in it. St. Louis skanks, but it's about St. Louis schools. So he goes around to a lot of abandoned schools. Does he go to Cleveland? Because uh, that shit's wild. I don't know. I don't. Scary. I don't remember. But he does skate the church. He talks to a lot of local people, and it's a very great episode. So. Is it you called know, for, Abandoned? It's called Abandoned. It's with Rick Melinda McCrake. here says it's uh, really good, the church in STL. Dude, Skate Live Oregon nice. is a neat, neat little deal. That they I got might have to there. skate it someday if I ever... Drop in on the vert, bro? I'm not a vert skater. Yeah. I'm a rat, dude. Well, I mean, do they have... I mean... I'm a street rat. Have, I mean, I'm sure they have... Uh, they got some nice yeah. little flat bar rails, yeah, shit sure. like that. I'd sure. get down on that. Quarter pipes and shit. Yeah, I, was a, I was a heel flip over a trash can... Kind Before the cops yeah. show up, kind of guy. Yeah, check like out that. our Instagram. You can see Seth really, really <laughs> oh my God. up on there. I have a, a pair of trucks with no bushings on them. You want to try that later after the show? Yeah, I do. No, <laughs> I, I, I owe you a sesh. Yes, you Steve. do. I owe I'm you a sesh. Do. Don't worry about that. I got you, boo. I like I'll Skank get my Lewis. Rick McCrank let's, let's, deck. We're going to shoot our own documentary. It's called Skank Lewis. Yeah. Right, we're going to go, go out on Skanksgiving, and we're going to find out all the skanks in St. Louis. Let's find all the skanks. That doesn't sound like a good idea. That sounds good. Well, I'm, I'm talking I don't about know, I'm man. talking about people that dance to to ska music, skanking. Oh, what yeah. are you talking about? Yeah, I'm talking like, about just, you'd be a great little skanker. Oh, buddy, you'd be a good little. You were born to skank. You were born to skank. Little fucking uh, little, get little get the boss dude. tones on. You're little just skanking about, dude. bud. Let's give it a skank. Uh, my pick's boring this week because I've been. Uh, cool. Well, <clears> that was it, guys. Good show. I've been show trying this to uh, watch. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to finish up the boys. It's so good. Homelander has the most punchable face in the. What are you gonna in, do? Punch him? What are you gonna do to fucking Homelander? You gonna punch him? He's gonna roast your eyeballs out yeah. with his fucking lasers. What are you gonna do? Did you see him? the scene where he's like imagining what he would do to people? Uh, maybe not yet. Maybe not yet. But I'm I'm about halfway through season two. It's really good. Uh, and then uh, we talked about Hangar One. If you guys want to get into some UFO shit, uh, it's pretty cool. It's it's pretty good. It's on it's see, on Netflix. Is that an older awesome. one? Is that older? Uh, I, I think like I've I think maybe last year. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, no it's it's yet. not super. It's not super old. Um, and it's it's pretty good. It, they each episode kind of focuses on a different spot, but uh, there's some pretty good UFO information out of like the Boot Heel area, uh, and then also around Whiteman Air Force Base. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri's got it, Missouri's pretty well represented in it for sure. So that's pretty cool. And then uh, as far as like my what I've the, the stream thing that I'm into, I know sometimes we say we'll talk about a podcast, but I'm really digging right now on the podcast with Duncan Trussell and Jason Lube. It was yeah, recorded. Boy, it was recorded just before uh, Christmas, so it's after seeing kind of everything that's uh, shaken out with the Capitol and the conversation that they were having. It's pretty interesting to kind of, I mean, to see how it's all playing out. Jason Lube has been a he's uh, he talks a lot about magic and. Uh, He's great. Uh, he's he's always- really good. He's my f- he he is the uh, subject of my favorite Midnight Gospel episode, which is where they go to Die the prison again. planet and they have to keep going through the Bardo until they learn their lesson uh, in death. And that is one of the coolest representations of the Bardo I've I've ever seen artistically. So it's cool. it's super fucking neat. And uh, he's got this really interesting. What the 
fuck is that? Who's that? It's got my next Netflix. I'm going to give them a little taste. Give them a little taste on it. Yeah, no, so that's it. Uh, if you guys want a good podcast to listen to, Duncan Trussell, Jason Louv, uh, L-O-U-V. Uh, he's a pretty fascinating cat. They have a pretty good conversation. Talk about, you know, a lot of, there's been, I think, 40,000 people moved from L.A. since uh, since everything went down uh, with COVID. 40,000. And they're talking Same about how, I mean, it is it is crazy how many uh, walking down the street uh, fear of stepping on needles and shit like it ha- it is yeah, LA, one of them was LA saying there's was guys fucking... setting up tents on the street outside the front of his house just living there so whenever he had to walk out yeah you got to walk, <laughs> yeah. yeah. walk through tent city you got to walk through tent city uh it's it's wild That's this wild. is uh, That guy looks smart as fuck, though. Like, that's the type of dude that's got just outrageous knowledge he's, packed he's in his fucking little head. This is a hard watch. I need to go back to it. But it's Agenda 21 and Aliens. The Agenda 21 and the Agenda 30 things are pretty interesting shit if you get into them. It's not, like, hiding or anything. It's just it sounds really good, the ideas that the, the world – no, not the World Health. The uh, United Nations, I guess, mm-hmm. are putting out with this Agenda 21. Um, Agenda 21, I think, is about over, um, or it's happening you know, this year. And then Agenda 30 is for the year 2030. And there's like 17 tenants to it, and it's a circle of all these different colors. And it's it's a fucking it's a pretty wild when you start getting into the Agenda 21, Agenda 30. That's the Earth um, Summit. Uh, Agenda 21, non-binding action plan of the United Nations with regard to sustainable development. Um, I mean, it sounds good, but I could see them be like, yeah, part of it is getting rid of most of the people. Uh, <laughs> well, you know what's crazy is I think it was only like a couple years ago that the, um, I forgot what it's called, but there's like a, a worldwide summit every year of like, the richest people in the world that go to Bilderberg, wherever. Bilderberg. No, I'll think of it on my way home probably, but. Um, they had a large meeting a couple years ago, and, like, it's kind of funny, like, everything is going on, and now they're calling for, uh, I forget what they call their agenda now, but it's, like, doing the economy different. Yeah. And uh, they've got a term for it, I, I oh, forget. But. The, it's, what's been being coined and thrown around now is the Great Reset. Yeah. Thank you. Is that it? Yep, that's it. The yeah. Great Reset. If you get into any of that stuff, it's talking about the Great Reset. Hey, uh, real quick, uh, Casey Weedplug says that. the album for honest. Fantastic Planet. Is, is he talking about the album cover? Because I do want to give a shout-out, because that's one of the most underrated fucking albums in the world. It, and I introduced you, uh, Craig, to that album. Yeah, and also uh, I think maybe why he was asking about failure is because the title of the show is Say Hello to the Rugs Topography. Ah, oh, very few people know that they're, that's it, the original I would, version. I, I and it's it the as best a perfect circle uh, song, but yeah, and then you turned me on to failure. It totally sounds like something Maynard yeah. would fucking come up with. But yeah, hey, I have one more pick for you. Okay, give it to I me. I took some of this LSD stuff and watched <laughs> the other did? night. I watched. Uh, oh my god! I watched the 1974 classic Godzilla versus Mechagodzilla oh on god. Comet. <laughs> fucking laughed my dick off. <laughs> I recommend everybody try that. Just watching people run away from this blatantly fake monster, and I was doing my own sound effects and just rolling. And uh, oh, it was great. I was like, oh man, everybody should try this. But like, you know, in Pee Wee's Big Adventure, that blatantly fake, stupid monster. It's like that. 
The same fucking costume and everything and the fake tanks and shit. I'm like, they didn't like cheese it up for Pee Wee. Oh, when that's they're exa- actually going through those. That's the exactly the what movie. the actual that's movie's awesome. like. <laughs> I just cool. laughed Don't and it was you great. See no evil. Don't you speak no evil. Twisted Don't. sister. Yeah, you're gonna burn in hell. Yeah, that was great. Uh, Large Large Marge will get you. Oh, dude, I was just talking about that uh, with somebody the other day. The scariest scene in any fucking movie ever when I was a kid. No, it doesn't matter. No horror movie. It was that scene with the fucking clowns. Where they take the bike to hell. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that shit. I, but I couldn't stop the watching. Doctor, watch it yeah. three times in a row. His basket, yeah. the, it's the Francis. It, oh, no, Francis no. is the devil. Yeah, you're yeah. like. <laughs> oh god, it's like Francis wanted that bike so bad. Why would he do that? Well, we know who has the bike. <laughs> oh, friend of the show, uh, George Christie. George Christie. All right. Guys, we did it. I'm going away. Bye. We did it. We're figuring this stuff out. We got our studio built in Festus. Thank you, Dennison, for joining us tonight, buddy. It's been a blast. <laughs> sleepy over here. It's been you a, getting, you got a long like, ways to go, buddy. It was the funnest time I've had in a long time with you guys. <laughs> I'll be sure um, to do this all the time. <laughs> we got a little trip coming up. Um, hopefully that will be uh, a real fun time to get everybody together and kind of just get weird with each other. It's kind of what we do here. We want to raise the vibrational energy of everyone around us. That's how we can do it, by getting together. Um, all of our sponsors who make it happen, Native Hemp, Sweet Leaf. This is the Native Hemp guy right here. So if you don't like him, uh, tell him right now. You. Tell him right now. Yeah, put it on the line. <laughs> he really does not. He doesn't care at all. Um, Sweet Leaf Emporium, come here and see us in Festus. We're really trying to do something weird here. We're growing every day. You never know what the mad scientist has in store for us we got ms marketing they'll help your business you want more leads they're the they're the people for you you want uh your house sold at three in the morning well guess what adam bundren's the guy who's gonna do it Bundren property group um we also have the sweet or the spanish society outreach they're helping do good things in the neighborhood <clears throat> every chance they get mm-hmm. and Bo at sweetleaf emporium at Bo at grow active, active solutions, solutions. Oh. Yeah, Sweet Leaf Emporium, you can come talk to me, and then we'll go talk to Bo together as friends. Dude, I'm, as fucking, I'm friends. loving your evil twin look. I it's, my favorite. it's my favorite thing oh, of all time. Man. I did it in the mirror, and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> um, But Bo from Grow Active Solutions, I'm growing my first round. You got a good bean on you, man. You got a good head on you. That's, oh, a, that's, a, that's a good-looking dome. It's, it's round. It's a good-looking dome. My, I had this Greek uncle who would always go like this, Uncle Alex. He would shape your head as you and were a kid. Shape my head as a soft. kid. Good yes. for him. He would always do it. He's like, he's going to have a perfect he's head going one to day. <laughs> perfect. Looks like Greek. He's going to have a perfect head one day. Okay. Talk like the goat. Why, from... yeah, why does the why your Greek uncle talk like Adam Sandler's goat? <laughs> so he did that. Um, that's why I got such a nice little noggin. I will just be sitting here watching my cock get smaller. smaller. Okay. But at least, his, at least his head is shaped nicely. Not my cock. It just keeps it. Um, it was my uncle. It's not weird. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not funny. Here's the deal. I am growing my first uh, legal garden at home, my first six plants, and I'm having so much fun uh, getting to know Dennison, leaning on him for help, getting to know Kush Coach, and having Bo and Grow Active Solutions has changed the game for me. I can't wait to start the next one. We were talking about trading beans, maybe. like Ooh, Bean trades. Long, hey, they're souvenirs. So we can't do that. Yeah, as long as, long as, yeah, as, long as they're souvenirs. You got to say only say only. Idiot. Only share your souvenirs. I'm in room. Sorry. That's all. Um, share your beans with your friends. Uh, Maybe it, a bean falls on the floor and starts mm-hmm. growing, because that's what happens with weed. I don't know if you guys know that. It fucking, you can throw it in a ditch, and it'll go grow outside. We'll, we'll do it. 
Um, so we got a lot coming up with that. Stay tuned. We're here every day of the week except Saturday and Sunday. Hoss, Hoss Johnson asked, Dennison, uh, can you do four score and thousands of plants ago, our forefathers? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's an Abe, Abe Lincoln yeah. reference. Yeah, uh, I, I get that a lot. Thank you, Hoss. I'm glad that you tuned in. <laughs> He's hoping that nobody out there knew me from. No, you <laughs> look like Abe Lincoln would have looked like when he was eight. Like you're eight. Thank you. That <laughs> makes me feel better. No, he was born just looking 45, and just <laughs> yeah, kept getting. Yeah, well, like one thing we Not do you, have, <laughs> one thing we do share in common is when we both shave our face, we both look like idiots. So, Aww, oh, no, you're I don't so cute. That to be oh true, my god, no. have you ever seen a picture of? Either yeah, one of yeah, us you did. On? You did. Okay. You said you didn't have a beard in your pictures. Uh, when you were visiting all those places, I've seen oh, you. Yeah, I've that's true. I did have a and I, I like touched a myself to them. So I mean, I've seen uh, your shorn Thanks, scrotum. So yeah, there's two. Th- that one's bald. Two things we've seen shaved. Hell, <laughs> guys, we did it. I guess. Congratulations. What do we? Uh, what do we say to fucking end this thing, bud? We do. I blew him out. Blew him out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, guys, we love you. And we we love you. And. And Cowabunga.